I called this press conference today, regretfully, with a heavy heart, to announce my retirement from the fantasy football industry due to the botched uh, Bijan Robinson situation, as he was listed number three today on the official Atlanta Falcons depth chart. I, I'm, I, re, I realize that I recklessly guided a lot of you to draft this man as running back one. I know that I had complete reckless disregard for the potential unraveling of this situation. And for that, I apologize for absolutely nothing. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So here we are. Here we are in, in, in a crazy part of the season where we've got everybody and their mother panicking about situations that that get kicked into gear. But this is all good news. You never, ever worry when panicked Peters are out in the in the world causing panic and, and potential ADP droppage. But, but right here, this was the talk of Twitter for the last couple hours. And I think smart people know better than to <laughs> even read into this at all. But the crazy part is there's so many people out there that are reacting negatively to it they might say okay i get it that he's gonna eventually be the number one running back but now this is what i'm talking about smitty this is what i'm talking about algiers gonna be a problem it, it's not that anybody's stupid enough to think that they'd spend a top 10 overall pick on our rb and not eventually vault him into the lineup but we know better this is all par for the course running backs earning their keep this guy's looks spectacular in camp, and he's the best running back prospect to come out of college since Adrian Peterson, or maybe even ever, I could argue. But so many panicked Peters out there are gonna are gonna come at this from a weird angle. And again, those people even know he's gonna be the guy, but they're panicked about this. They've already been worried about about Algier. And if you and I think this is a joke and this is not even worth talking about, I, I understand that. But we have to look at this from the angle of the panic. Peter. Peter is looking at this. He was already scared. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but but Bijan's ADP's been dropping. Even though he's catching a, a missile in, in practice and, and bobbling the ball, bouncing it around like it's nothing. Where's my football? Where's my football? Bouncing it around like it's nothing. Just going boom, 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 boom. Catching the football in the end zone. Boom. Taking a, a dart, a missile from Ritter. I know that sounds funny to say Ritter's throwing a missile. But threw a missile to Ritter in practice today in the end zone. This guy looks spectacular. But for some reason, for some reason, everybody's looking at the situation from a pessimistic point of view right now. Or a lot of people are. To the point where he climbed in ADP and now he's fallen. I'm getting him like clockwork on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. We'll be drafting tonight, so make sure you hit that promo code right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it and then I'm gonna pin the link. Hit the promo code right now. Underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. 
We're going to be drafting tonight. And I'm getting him like clockwork. And when I say him, I mean this monster right here, Bijan Robinson, in the 9, 10, 11 overall territory. 8, 9, 10, 11. 8, 9, 10, 11. I'm not even having to spend a, a top five pick if I don't want to on him. Um, on underdog, you can't trade, right? So you're going to take him wherever. I'm taking him at five. I'm taking him at six. I'm taking him at seven. I'm taking him at eight. And and some people say, Smitty, why didn't you draft him number two overall on underdog a lot? Because I'm getting him at every other draft selection pretty much. Unless I get the 11 or 12 pick, I'm literally taking Bijan about 80 to 90% of the time on underdog drafts. Promo code Smitty, we're drafting tonight. Make sure you hit that link. I pinned it in the live chat. If you're watching a replay, the link is in the description of every video or use code Smitty. And we're we're drafting tonight. And when I get one or two, I use that as an opportunity to get JJ or Chase. Or even one, two, three, I might take Kelsey and, and occasionally CMC just to mix things up. But I'm literally getting Bijan in every other draft. And for some reason... There's a lot of negativity around Bijan right now. There's a lot of negative comments. If I create a Bijan video at any point, and this video will be included, there'll be some people, maybe 5%, it's not a big population of people, but these are the bold, speaking out, you know, negative Noahs. They're in the comments going, Smitty, Algiers not going away. Smitty, the Falcons are the Falcons. Smitty, the Falcons won't move the football down the field, Smitty. It's nonstop negativity. It's not like widespread, but it's big enough that it's impacting his ADP and he's falling to 9, 10, 11, 12. And so what I'm here to, to, to tell you is that if there are, there are any petrified Peters in my audience, I know the ballers in here. I know the guys that are that are studying at the College of the Fantasy Football Show uh, Knowledge uh, uh, University are here saying, I'm not panicked at all. I'm excited about this news. And, and, and you're in the same company as me. We're, we're sitting in the same room. But there probably are about 10, 15% of my audience and any, any audience, really, because we're all built different, that, that have been saying to themselves for the past couple weeks, I just don't know, Smitty. I'm a little worried about the Falcons. I'm a little worried. Worried William. Worried William says, I'm a little worried about Ritter. Okay, sounds like a disease, the Ritter. You know, the Falcons caught the Ritter. I'm a little scared about Ritter. I'm a little scared about the offense, Smitty. I'm a little scared about Kyle Pitts not being used and, and Arthur Smith saying something along the lines of, yeah, we don't care about fantasy football, but not investigating that that really just meant Kyle Pitts, Smitty, because they ran the ball better than anybody in the National Football League between the tackles. I'm worried, William Smitty, and I'm not paying attention. I'm not paying attention, and I need you to hold my hand. Those are the people I'm speaking to right now. No offense to you. I, I, I appreciate you. I, I love you all the same. You're all my children. But you do need a talking to, and the talking is this. You were worried before? I can't imagine what you're going through right now, William. I can't imagine what what upset Unger and worried William and petrified Peter and, and, and negative... Uh, 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 Nelson, I don't, I can't imagine what all of you are thinking right now. If you are already pessimistic about the best running back prospect to come out of college since Adrian Peterson, if not ever, if not ever, which I could argue this man is built different. This man is LaDainian Tomlinson meets Saquon Barkley meets 
Christian McCaffrey meets every single running back you can throw at me besides Deuce Vaughn because he's so little. We don't want to compare anybody to him, but he's sure exciting to watch. This man right here is the, he's his own comparable. Like we will be saying he's the next Bijan. He's the next Bijan. That's what people are going to try and say. And I don't know that we're going to see another player like this for another five, six, seven years. We will. We will. There's always a player that's going to be better. There's always going to be the next player. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. The running back position's not going away. Smitty, don't you think that the RBs are just had it and no one wants to be an RB anymore? No. No, that's not the way the world works, Bob. The high school kid, and we, we had a high school coach on here. Our boy uh, was on here talking about this because we wanted to dig into it, do a little bit of research and not just run our mouth about it. I had a high school coach come on here the other day, right? And he said, Smitty, there is nothing that indicates that that players at the high school level are being impacted by the NFL salaries for the, the RB. Why? Because everybody wants the ball in their hand. When you're in high school, you want the football in your hand. How do you get the football in your hand? You're either quarterback, you're either running back, you're either receiver. And the running backs get the most spotlight, the most attention, the most college looks, all that. And so it's not going to change. It's not going to change. Maybe someday it could trickle in if this thing got even worse at the RB level and parents would say, Bobby, Bobby boy, I don't want you playing RB, Bobby. I want you in there playing defensive end. I want kickers have higher, higher salaries than running backs, Bobby. I want you to be a kicker, Bobby. So lace them up. Get out there. Start putting some balls around, Bobby. Go play with some balls, Bobby. Get out there on the field and start kicking. That, that Could that happen? Maybe someday, but I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, we have zero, zero concern that this is trickling down at that level, and plus it would take years to come up. I'm so tired of people telling me running backs are dead. Running backs aren't coming around. Running backs are different. They're evolving. They're evolving, but they're never going to go away. If anything... Think about it for a second when we, we look at the evolution of the RB, and I'm going to get the Super Chats in one second. We're in ramp mode right here. Think about the evolution of the position, okay? Remember back in the day, if some of you were in your di diapers sharding away, maybe you weren't playing fantasy yet, I don't know, but back about, you know, Z before Zeke Elliott, right before Zeke Elliott, running backs weren't always PPR monsters. In fact, half of them at best were PPR machines, and the other half were between the tackle monsters. And this is when PPR became kind of a thing, because... We needed, to, we needed to even the playing field, you know, for different positions because things were getting out of hand and getting jostled around in terms of player values. Quarterbacks were overvalued. We had to make that six-point TD pass down to four. Then we had to add PPR. Then we had to add, ha add half a point if someone had a, uh, you know, a, a, a brother or sister that was in the league. And now we got all these different, like, tight end premiums on top of super flexes, on top of points, half a point per carry. And if you actually, you know, stand up at halftime instead of sit down, you get another five points. There's all kinds of weird bonuses included in all your leagues. I can't even keep up anymore. They're ridiculous, to be quite frank. Play in a standard league. And standard is not non-PPR. Standard is PPR. Standard, PPR, or at least half PPR like they do on Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. But I'm going to get a lot of people that are going to say, SMITTY, their RBs are changing. We took an RB. The NFL took an RB in the top 10. They took an RB at number 12. 
The Detroit Lions and the Falcons just proved to you that RB is as important as ever. Just because they're not getting paid that way doesn't mean that teams don't see it. And if you don't think the success that Bijan and Gibbs are about to have isn't going to trickle into the decision-making of teams, you're out of your mind. Because Bijan and Jameer Gibbs are both potentially top five running back bound as rookies. As rookies. You've just been Smitty approved. Gibbs can be a top five to 10 running back. Let's just call him top five to seven. Let's give him the respect he deserves. Hell, we could call him four to seven. Let's dip inside the top five a little bit. Bijan is my running back one. Running back one. And you don't think that's going to change and shape the landscape going forward? Running backs aren't going anywhere, Bob. Stop worrying about everything and just double down on the rookie's that are in front of your face, that are glaring, that say, draft me. JSN's becoming one of those rookies as well. Zay Flowers is becoming one of those rookies as well. Get excited. Start looking your opponent in the face that's shivering as he's about to pick or pass on Bijan Robinson because Tyler Algier's there. Tyler Algier gets Bijan a coffee. Get him a coffee. Algier, I like Algier. He had a thousand yards, looked really good. He was he's literally on his way to elite running back two status before Bijan came to town, but neither here nor there. He's now getting coffee for a living. He'll be useful. And if anybody says, Oh Smitty, that's disrespectful, Algier is still gonna do well. I've said that. Algier is gonna be fine. He's still gonna be productive. He might be an actual bye week or injury player you could throw into your lineup. Why? Because the Falcons ran the ball 559 times last year, Bob. They are also third. That's first, by the way, if you can't read what's on the screen. Okay? Let me let me highlight it for you, Bob. So you can actually pay attention and look at this bad boy. Okay? So here we are. Here we are, Bobby. Here we are. Let me put it on screen. Right here. This is and this this really badly. Goodness gracious. I gotta I gotta go copy. I don't even have a I don't even have a square that I can use. Can I can I find a square somewhere? Where is this? Bijan. Let's go back to this. I could have swore I had a, a way to highlight this. Okay. Anyway. First column. <laughs> right here. 559 attempts right here. First in the National Football League. This column this 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 table is sorted by rushing yards, which is why the Falcons rank third. They were number one in attempts last year. They were number three in rushing yards last year. They were number four in yards per carry. They were number they were top ten in touchdowns, top ten in twenty plus yards, and fourth overall in forty plus yards. All without having Bijan on roster. And five hundred. Look at the number one more time. You petrified Peter. Look at that. Five. 159 yards. Or, I'm sorry, attempts. 559 attempts. You're worried about Algier taking what? Bijan can't carry the ball 250 plus times his rookie year. That's less than half of the total number of rushing attempts last year. There's so many carries to go around. People are absolutely ridiculous about this situation. 
just absolutely ridiculous about this situation. Even if they ran 500 times instead of the 550, whatever you see on screen, half of that Bijan won't even consume. Don't give me Algiers taking anything away. Algiers is not taking one single touch away from Bijan Robinson because they run the ball 560 times a season. Think about it. Use your head. Use your head, Unger. Use your head, Petrified Peter. Use your head. Use your head. And if not, don't. And that way we can get him at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 overall. The good news here, people, is this news right here is scaring enough worried Williams. I don't know how, but it is. To where we're probably looking at a little bit. Just a little bit. Not a ton, but a little bit of an ADP drop. Imagine if he dropped to 2.1. I don't even know if that's possible off this news. I actually don't know how many petrified Peters worried Williams in 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 in, in overreacting Oscars there are in this world. Because maybe there's a lot to be affected. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get to the rest of this news, and let's also get to the Super Chats that were first in the building here, and you guys know how we do it. First Super Chat of, chat of the day gets a standing ovation, and that is our boy Chubbs. That's my man Chubbs. Chubby coming through. He says, all hail Goat Smitty, the legend. You're the GOAT, Chubbs. Appreciate you. Uh, last action hero says, slow puppy, Bijan, Amon, Rob, Brees, and Fields. Why'd you take Bijan in the first? Don't you know he's the third-ranked running back on the Atlanta Falcons roster there, last action hero? Fantastic Smitty-approved team, if I've ever seen one. Go to the bank. Just walk straight to it, last action. You've just been Smitty-approved. Okay, uh, Riff is dropping a, a, a super chat here. Riff, Riff says, uh, Smitty, it's a $5 hauler. Smitty, it's time to start uh, revoking Bijan cards right now. This is ridiculous. This is fake news for clicks in Smitty we trust. Um, yeah, for everybody out there that's even questioning this after my rant, or if you did before I came in, your Bijan card has been taken away. And everyone you know, your family members, your friends, I'm taking away their Bijan cards too. Your Bijan card has been revoked. Look, sometimes you need tough love. And that's what I'm here. I'm a coach. I'm not here to be your friend, although I'm a friendly coach. Uh, we're on we're on a friendship basis, really. But but I'm here to be your coach first and foremost. And I might yell at you high knees. I might say, take a lap. I might be there for you, telling you to keep in shape and get out there and work hard so that on draft day, on in week one, two, three, all the way to week 17, we celebrate at the end. Okay, I'm going to look like Bill Belichick. You win in week one. Smitty, I crush it week one. Good job. Now get back out there and get to work. I'm your coach. I'm not going to sit here and pat you on the back when you made a bad uh, mistake or have a bad team. You say, Smitty, look at my team. You super chat. I'm going to look at it, but I will be honest. I, I give you that. I will always be honest with you when you ask me to evaluate your team or whatnot. Maybe you won't like it. Sometimes that's okay. You'll appreciate it later when you go out there and you crush it doing different things. 334 people in here hit that uh, thumb up button on your way in the door. Do I trade Bijan for Ronald Jones and a sandwich? You might want to look into that, E-Rock. Sounds like a, a heck of a deal. Appreciate your super chat. Thank you so much for dropping those. Any other super chats will be looked at immediately, so drop them 
and, and and let's let's roll. Okay, so we'll move this news over here. We got a couple other pieces of news out there. This uh, this uh, news right here is is very alarming, and I got to tell you, I think this is the the worst player to draft right now, uh, JT. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is still going in the second round in some ADP circles, um, and, and we got a we got a, a, a super chat here, and then we also have a, a big Kermit message for a six month anniversary. It says Chris Olave was wide receiver five on, on last year's. This means zip. Thank you. Good good point, my guy. Good point. And I'll put that super chat right there, Lucas. I'm coming for you next. Appreciate you very very much. Uh, JT is the most problematic, scary player to draft in fantasy football right now. And even if he fell to 3.1, we'd have a lot of uh, JT truthers and, and and people that cling to previous years hope, you know, in a way. This is, your boy's a psych degree, okay? I got my undergrad in psych, and I like to apply it to the fantasy football show and everything that we do here. And I can tell you right now, the reason a lot of people cling to things like this versus uh, uh, adjust and adapt. We're all about adjusting and adapting here. This is what I'm talking. When I say adjust and adapt, I mean this. Yeah. Stop, drop, and roll. You got to be able to adjust and adapt. You got to be able to stay on your toes. Okay? You can't be flat-footed. You got to be able to move. You got to be able to shift. Use your feet. Maneuver that way. Maneuver this way. Stop, drop, and roll. It's all a part of the game. And what makes a lot of people cling psychologically, the psychology of fantasy football, what makes a lot of people cling to this type of situation is doubling down. I don't want to adjust and adapt. I don't want to read the tea leaves. I don't want to sit here and admit that I've been wrong about JT. So what do people do? They double down. They throw more good at bad. And it ends up burning them at the end of the day. So my, my advice here is this. My advice is when you're sitting there at 3.1, ask yourself this question. Does Gibbs feel like he's a top 10 overall player? I'm not saying to draft Gibbs in the top 10. I'm saying when you're on the clock in the third round, right now I highly, highly, highly doubt that JT's going to fall past where Gibbs is going. So in the third round anywhere, can you convince me to draft JT who's injured this news right here from Schefter says more about all-pro running back Jonathan Taylor leaving Colts training camp to continue rehabbing his ankle off-site. The same ankle that kept him out and kept having him come back and go, come back and go. He's still injured. He's still injured. He's noticeably limping. He's noticeably limping. You have to adjust and adapt. You have to stop, drop, and roll. I don't want to hear you stay. You're staying flat-footed and just taking your lumps. Okay, well, I, I invested in him last year. I've got him in a dynasty league, Smitty. So to make myself feel better, I'm going to draft JT in my redraft leagues so I can make myself, my dynasty self, feel a whole lot better about JT. So I'm just going to double down. I'm just going to keep doubling down. Are you not noticing the red flags Let's review the red flags, shall we? Ready? Red flag number one for JT. And let's, let's put JT on screen so everybody knows the topic at hand, okay? JT on screen. JT. 
Let's look at the red flags. Let's move this out of the way. I'll put you over there, Bijan. Bijan, you beast. Bijan, you absolute monster. <laughs> absolute monster. Absolute monster. JT, let's review the red flags here for one millisecond. Okay? You have a guy that's injured. Same injury. Same injury from last year. He's still not over. And he's noticeably limping all over the place. There's a reported back injury, which he shot back at and said, the Colts are thinking about putting me on the the the, the PUP, right? Or, or the non-football injury list. They're going to put him on the NFI list. Oh, yeah, what back injury? He tweets out, what back injury? I, didn't, I don't have an injured back. I didn't report an injured back. I never had a back injury, never reported a back injury. And what got, what got resurfaced later? That he was on the injury report or in Schefter or Rappaport's injury tweet saying with a back. He was out with a back issue. He's walking around, absolutely walking around like this at camp. Okay? He's, he's walking around like this at camp, limping a little bit, hunched over like his back's injured. The guy has two injuries. He has two injuries, one of which took him out on and off all last season. Okay, then on top of that, he's still not healthy. He's walking into a vulturing situation where his quarterback is going to consume a lot of the touchdown opportunities and he's on bad terms with the team. He's not there to practice. He's not meshing well, holding out or being injured and missing a significant, if not all part of August leads to injury. If you hold out through August, listen up, Jacobs owners and prospecting Jacobs owners. If you hold out, let's get this on screen here. We need JT on screen here. I'm trying to do a better job of keeping the topic on hand on screen. All right, here we go. If if you hold out or you're out all of August or a big portion of August, your injury risk goes through the roof, goes through the roof. Red flag number one, holding out or holding in or missing time. Injury risk alone, not even related to his ankle, not even related to his back. He's an injury risk. Vulturing situation in terms of touchdown production. Kind of arguably the cheapest or poorest version of a number one overall player or running back one we've ever had his big season his number one running back season was talked about by a lot of people as being the lowest the the lowest type of running back one you could have had like in another year he wouldn't have been running back one there's so many concerns surrounding JT he's now not motivated he's not motivated at all he hates where he's at his organization hates him. They're trying to, to crash and burn him. They're trying to put him on the NFI list. He's angry. They're angry. None of them want to be there together. And we're supposed to invest a 3.1 or a 2.10 or a 2.5. Why? Because you, Bob, like him? Because you, Bob, think, oh, this is a good value? Or because you, Bob, own JT in a dynasty league and you're in here chirping away? The loudest people talking up JT right now are the people that own him. 
That's plain and simple. If you have no shares of JT, you're either a bargain shopper or an ambulance chasing fantasy football drafter, which is okay. We need those people in order to drive down and move up ADPs and maneuver them all over the place. But quite honestly, I'm here to dissect your brain. I'm here to psychoanalyze you. I'm here to give you my psychological breakdown of your draft style and technique. You, my friend, Bob, ambulance chasing Albert, you are the one that's just wanting to be the, be the guy that's going against the grain. Everybody's running from JT, and I'm here to say, give me that football. I'm starting JT. I'm going to be the one guy standing by him when it all comes rushing back. I want to be the guy that's different. This is the guy in your draft that stands up and says, I'm going to go ahead and draft JT, and he's going to bounce back, and you're all going to look at me even though we already know he doesn't know what he's doing. He could even be right about this, and we're still not going to change our mind or our thinking or a different opinion about this guy drafting because he's drafting JT at 2.14, uh, uh, 2.04. He doesn't know. Anybody that drafts JT in the second round from this moment forward is wishful and hopeful that it all works out. The red flags are all over the place. And even if I'm wrong, I'm not wrong. I know I know. Miss Smitty says that, yeah, he does actually live by that inside and outside of this room. <laughs> Ask her. When you're wrong, I'm not even wrong. Why though? Why? Because even if I'm wrong, you're still drafting a player that I deem safer. You're still drafting a player that's going to ball out. And in a worst case scenario, if I'm wrong about JT and JT balls out and ridiculous Roger over here drafts JT at 2.4, I draft Jameer Gibbs at 3.3. I take another player. Let's say I reach like hell for Alave at 2.4, 2.5. He's taking JT. I'm not worried at all. Because guess what? Even if he's right, I can wave over there and go, good job, Roger. It worked out for you. You got pretty lucky. Slap him on the rear end, turn over, and say, Gibbs, you're a top five running back. How did I go wrong? How did I go wrong by being risk averse? By avoiding as much risk as possible. Sometimes what I say is going to land, sometimes it's not. That's not really the point. The point is to make the best decisions here, 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 and here. And eventually, you're going to miss some of the pitfalls that would take you out. It's making all of the best decisions. You're going to land them in a best case scenario every season, 75% of the time. Every decision you make in your best year you ever have, you're going to land 75% of those decisions. That means the JT1, I could be off, but that's okay. I avoided risk and I got Gibbs. I'm going to avoid this situation here like Barkley in the past. Guess what? I avoided Barkley in the fifth, sixth, first overall territory his first year back from injury. And don't even get me started and say, well, then you shouldn't draft Javante or you shouldn't draft Brees Hall. Then you don't understand ACL tears because it's not a blanket statement or a blanket world where Barkley's ACL has to do with Javante's ACL. That's not the world we live in. Learn about it. Learn about ACLs. There's a reason I'm in here. I'm the best deep fake doctor on the internet. There's nobody that covers injuries like your boy Smitty because I've been doing it for 20 years. No, I'm not an MD, but I've been anal analyzing fantasy football injuries for over 20 years. I've been watching players come back from ACL tears, tearing their ACL, tearing their meniscus, tearing everything left and right. I've suffered these injuries from, from, 
from my patellar tendon to ACL to LCL to meniscus to everything you can think of. I've suffered these injuries myself. So I do have firsthand knowledge of the injuries. But more importantly, who are you going to trust? A person that's analyzed fantasy football injuries for 20 years or someone that knows injuries and has been playing fantasy football and giving fantasy football advice for a handful of years. There's pros and cons to both. I'm not saying it wouldn't be great if I was a 20-year analyst with an MD, but I am what I am. I am who I am. I bring the psychology, maybe not the MD, but I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. I've looked at this over and over and over over the course of years. You can't blanket statement or try and put a blanket statement over ACLs or injuries. Everything is case by case. Back to what I was saying. Back to what I was saying. Fantasy football is risk averse. It's trying to make the best decision here, here, here. You get it right 75% of the time. I said stay away from Barkley. I also said stay away from Derrick Henry last year because of the risk he worked out. Those are the things you're going to run into. Was it necessarily something that cost you in your league? No, because you still drafted a player that had a ton of upside right where Derrick Henry went, and it may have cost you nothing, but you avoided risk that was potentially there, and you're not going to always hit it. You're not going to always hit it. But Jacobs, red flags galore. JT, red flags galore. Devontae Adams, red flags galore. These are all players that you need to run from. And if you're wrong on one or sometimes two, sometimes 50% of them, it happens. You're going to have those years. But if you start to learn what looks more risky and what doesn't and how many red flags are piling up over here and ask yourself, when's the last time a person with 10,000 red flags actually earned their keep? And you, you take a look and reflect back. Well, damn, that guy was really injury prone and his situation sucked, and his head coach was a running back by committee type of guy. What in the hell was I thinking? And some of you might say, okay, then why do you like Swift? Because the cost of entry also comes into play. And when someone says, Smitty, uh, you didn't like Barkley's first year back, but you like Javante right now, his first year back, please explain. I could explain very easily. I could explain by saying Barkley was going number one, two, three, four, or five overall. His first year back from an ACL tear. I remember when he tore his ACL. I think it was what, week one or week two. That season, we were building the studio out. I was, I got some super chats. I see somebody dropped a, I think a, a $10 hauler coming to that in one second. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to get to the super chats in one second. Drop those super chats. The highest super chatter of the month. I'm going to name the phone line after that individual and say, we're going to the fantasy football phone lines presented by, and we throw your name out. So just to know, know that. So going forward. Um, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying anymore. I think I was just saying that, oh, oh, Javante. The difference between Javante and, and Barkley, Barkley was going top five and he wasn't even ready. He wasn't even ready. He wasn't, even, he was barely ready to cut in, in basketball shorts like a week before the season. And you have Javante out there taking nearly a full workload and it is what? We're about a month away from football. He has about 30 days left to even pile on to that progress. It's like night and day. It's night and day. Yet somebody comes in and says, Oh, I'm going to stay away from ACL tears because they're all the same. They're all the same. It's not even close. It's night and day. J.K. Dobbins wasn't ready. Horrible return from an ACL. Barkley wasn't ready. We love him now. He's a top five running back. Horrible return from an ACL. 
Both were so easy to see coming. I tried to announce it. I screamed from the rooftops. And once you master uh, that sort of thing, the risk averse, trying to avoid as many pitfalls as you can, but make the best upside decisions you can. And you look at every draft selection that way. You say to yourself at 2.11, what's the best pick here? And what does that mean? What's what's best player available even mean? Yeah, you in the back. Uh, yeah, um, this is uh, this is uh, unaware Unger. Um, best player available means you take the highest player on the ADP suggested rank. So if it's Godwin and we're in the fifth round and he's the top guy, you take Godwin, right? Wrong, wrong, Bobby, wrong, or whatever I named you, Unger. Who was it? Unger, wrong. The answer to best player available is who has the most upside to explode from that pick and has the least amount of risk risk to reward reward ratio who is the best pick at this selection who can climb rounds up in ADP value at the end of it all and an example would be let's give an example of reaching Jameer Gibbs at 3.3 is a reach in some context right but he's still the best player available best player available doesn't mean it has to be an absolute far down player that you're not reaching on at all that you time properly with ADP you can reach like hell and still draft the best player available Joe Burrow in round five or six is one of the best players available throwing his calf concern it's not a concern it's a concern to a degree because he has an injury but he's also going around six sometimes around seven right now and if you don't think that package is in a missed game or two you aren't looking at it properly. If Joe Burrow was suspended because, I don't know, he smoked the wrong cigar on the wrong day and it just showed up and he's like, look, look. he came out and he said, look, I did just smoke this cigar. That's all I did, but it is a, a banned substance, this particular cigar. And we're like, whoa, we didn't know that, but Joe, we love you. I'm out two games. I'm so sorry. I'll see you guys in week three. If that were the case and he wasn't injured, he'd still be going in the territory above where he's going right now because he can win you leagues you can supplement and start an Aaron Rodgers for two weeks you can supplement and start whoever for two weeks but you're getting Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow quarterback one through five from weeks three on even if he missed week one people are so panicked about this thing he's going in territory that absolutely bakes in for sure missed games if he doesn't miss a game in round, and he's going around 6-7, you're winning your league if you're competent at all in building a team around him. Same thing goes for Justin Fields. Oh, he's inaccurate. He has no weapons. Smitty, didn't you see him throw? He's such a bad quarterback. He only runs the ball. Get ready for a 3,600 to 4,000 yard season. You have no idea what you're talking about with Justin Fields if you think he's an 2200 yard passer he had no weapons you're getting this man around five six you're winning your league round four still fine round four i still like it i still like it and and i'm drafting fields all day long i'm drafting burrow all day long that's the jt rant don't draft him don't draft him uh now i got to get to these super chats while they're still on the screen here uh trone four says smitty any advice from an auction draft strategy. Yeah, call out players you don't want. Get people spending money like mad dogs. You, you know, it doesn't mean you don't bid on those guys. Example, Christian McCaffrey's going to, everyone's going to blow their wad on him, right? Full load drop on Christian McCaffrey. Absolute full load drop, right? Initiate full load drop. That's for a fab, but I wanted to use it anyway. Look, doesn't mean you don't try and bid for him. 
you throw a guy out, I'm not saying don't don't compete, but throw out a guy you aren't targeting, try and win him at a cheap price, and then watch everybody just go up all, and, and spend money. Then when your players get called out and you do not call them out, on average, if you call out a player early, he's going for more money. Traditionally. And there is some cases at the beginning of an auction where people don't know where the baseline is and Christian McCaffrey might go for $61 and the next two or three running backs go for 70 And so there is sometimes an opportunity for the first running back or two or first player or two off the board. And that's why you want to be active in the bidding just in case you get that opportunity and then everyone's like kind of worried about spending the first amount of money. And then the next two or three players that are lower than that player go for higher. So that's the only weird like roadblock potentially or, or, or kind of obstacle. But in general, in general, my guy, you're going to want to get people spending money so that when they call out Jameer Gibbs, everybody's kind of hit a little bit in the pocket and then maybe he goes for $10, $15 less than normal. That's 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 my in general uh, draft strategy for auction. And there's no real strategy because that is the definition of going with the flow. You can't talk about going in and going this player, that player, that player, because you don't know what their price tag is going to be. You've you got to spend enough money to not have money left over. you got to spend uh, as, save as much so you don't blow it all on two players. But you want to try and maybe target and, and make sure you if, you if you miss on them, there's other players you like below them. Otherwise, you get screwed and you end up spending $40 on DJ Moore and you could have bought you know Christian Watson for 42 And you're like, what in the hell did I do? What did I do, Smitty? Lucas with a super says, I traded AJB for Olave and Quentin Johnson in a 12-team. My team is Josh Allen, Saquon, Ramondre, Olave, Devontae Smith, Chig Okonkwo, uh, and Joku. Please put Chig in front of Okonkwo, or uh, in front of Njoku, please, and respect Chig Okonkwo. Uh, Miles Sanders, yes, I like this team a lot. Sky, Sky and Javante, those are two massively underrated picks. Just fermenting on your bench like monsters, my guy Lucas. To the moon, Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty. Absolute amazing squad. We got Cody dropping a, a 499 hauler. Cody to the absolute moon. Cody to the absolute moon. Uh, we got uh, Terry R saying Gibbs equals CEH. I don't know if somebody said that in the chat. And Terry R, I don't think Terry R would say something like that. I think he's laughing at somebody's comment. But look, that's that's what people are going to think. Gibbs is so amazing to draft. There's so many people that hate Gibbs. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, he's swift. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> like, like, no. That's what, that's what you think. That's fine. We got Super Chats galore here. We got Last Action Hero. Thank you for yours. Riff, thank you for yours. E-Rock, appreciate you. Lucas, appreciate you. We've got Anthony with his Brees Hall uh, debut, uh, debuted um, third on the chart last year. It's a really, really good point. Look, there's a lot of people that were... You know, coach, every coach treats us differently. Like, earn your stripes. And so, <laughs> let people freak out. Exactly, Anthony, appreciate your super chat. Trone, appreciate your super chat. That boy dropping a super chat says, where do we see Brees? Uh, let's see here. Where do we see Where do we see Brees at this point? I got him at the 5.2, and I have him in the running back two slot, but seems like the value has faded as of late. The value may have faded a little bit for you, that boy. And let me let me let me turn this into a brief uh, topic real quickly, and and uh, appreciate your super chat. So this is a brief hall take right here. Um, 
the, the only thing that's happened is if you paid the price for them, let's say mid-second, you got burned in in the same sense as if like Apple stock stock dropped and you were investing in Apple stock. You know, it's a hundred dollars a share when you bought it; it dropped to eighty. But you know, it's a hundred fifty dollars a share type of product, right? So you're not worried long term, right? You got in at the wrong time. You didn't see this dip coming, but you know the outcome and the valuation's really low right now. And what do you do in that situation? What do you do in the stock market world? Some of my stockbrokers in here and some of my my business people in here are going to answer this question in the chat as I say it. If let's say you truly believe in Apple stock and you buy it for a hundred, you buy a hundred shares at a hundred bucks. You know, you're, you you feel very confident. It drops to eighty. But you know it's going way above 100. That's why you bought it. And you love it. You believe in it. What do you do? You invest more. You put more, uh, uh, you get more shares at $80 to balance off that hit. And then when you climbs back up to 100, you're, you're, you're making out like a bandit. Now, there's risk involved. What if, let's say, Brees Hall gets hurt? You do that, he gets hurt, and you get burned across the board. That's the nature of fantasy football. Don't play fantasy football if you don't like risk at all. We try and be as risk averse as we can, but you can't avoid all risk. And Brees Hall's running 23 miles per hour, and Dalvin Cook News is freaking people out. And so is the PUP, the active PUP, mind you. People don't even understand what that means. It's a chess game out there with some of the labels so that teams can get extra looks at extra guys because this guy's on the active PUP. You know what the active PUP means? That he's out running 23 miles per hour in practice catching footballs. That's what it means. He's not sitting on the sideline unable to perform or or go out there and practice. He's on the practice field, active PUP. And they can take him off at any second. They can take him off an hour later. They just literally put him on the active PUP, getting extra looks. It dropped his value. People ran for the hills. He dropped into round three. Now the Dalvin Cook news. Now the Dalvin Cook situation, if he does sign, will make this guy fall into potentially the bottom of round three or 4.1, 4.4, 4.5. And that's going to be similar to the hit I just explained. You get in at $100 of Apple stock and it drops to 80 And you're like, damn it, if I just would have waited, I would have got Brees Hall at $80 instead of 100 So he went from 100 to 80 and Dalvin Cook couldn't make him drop to 70 So my advice to you would be delay your draft if you think Cook's going to sign with the Jets. Um, but because you will take a, a hit and your comment is correct. The value has decreased in the eyes of the average Joe who doesn't know what he's doing, but these are all things we take advantage of. Most people will say this sucks. This hurt. Oh my God. I don't look to the past. I've got a lot of Brees Hall shares. We draft on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, and we will do so tonight. The link is pinned in the live chat. The link is in the description of every video, including this one. And you can just use promo code Smitty if you want, and they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. So if you want to draft with us tonight, hit that link in the description if you're watching the replay. Hit that link in the live chat. Even if you aren't drafting tonight, do it now. So you don't miss out on having to sign up last minute and just get ready. Then your app's downloaded. Then when we go live, I just say, open your app. Everybody opens up the Underdog app, which they they downloaded via the link. And they're already signed up and ready. And I'm going to say, see that league right there? We're jumping into that tournament right there. And we all click the button at the same time. It's that simple. So get signed up, get ready. That way you just need to open your phone and jump into the draft whenever we go live and you catch us, right? Okay, so Brees Hall... My, my answer is, I don't know where his value is going to go from here. I know my expectation is that he's going to crush it. And if I could get him... Oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying that I'm not someone that looks to the past. 
I've drafted hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of underdog drafts, probably thousands actually, thousands of underdog drafts where I've drafted Brees Hall and in round two, I've drafted him at 3.1, 3.4, and if if Cook goes to the Jets and he falls to 4.1, guess what? I overpaid in those drafts, but it's all equivalent. It's all equivalent. It all washes out. There's there's pros and cons to every ADP rise and lowering. And, and, and there's so many steals we got when we drafted Brees Hall a month ago at 3.1 or whatever it was, 3.2, that we stole away a player that's no longer getting stolen away by us in current drafts. So it's all uh, you know a wash. When I drafted Walker and you drafted Walker and we all drafted Walker at 2.18 or 2.8. We drafted Walker at 2.8 pre-NFL draft. We got burned a little bit in terms of cost of entry, but we also got a whole bunch of other players that rose up ADP ranks that we couldn't have got today. It's all, it's all, it all washes out at the end. It's all relative. It's all relative. And so I don't look to the past. If Dalvin Cook signs with the Jets and I'm not concerned about him taking the job from Brees Hall, get out of here with that. If he signs with the Jets, Guess what I'm doing? I'm not looking back like Lewis. I'm looking forward like Freddie. And I'm saying to myself, every draft from this moment forward, I'm going to build a, a conglomerate. I'm going to build a monopoly in my league because I'm getting Brees Hall as my fourth drafted player. I'm getting Joe Burrow as my sixth or seventh drafted player. I'm taking candy from a bunch of babies that are crying and complaining about Joe Burrow and Brees Hall and the risk they don't want to take on. And as I said from the start, it's all about risk versus reward. Are there multiple red flags with these situations? No. So the risk is not as high as people perceive it to be because Joe Burrow, the only risk is this calf injury, which entertains risk level. Sure, it's there, but it's the only one red flag. I don't run as much from one red flag. I don't run as much when I don't believe there's a serious injury in play. I think it's riskier to assume the worst when you have no evidence whatsoever aside from Jamar Chase talking about it in a very weird sense and people freaked out and said, oh, why did Jamar Chase say he should just sit out till week five? Is he a doctor? Is he an MD? Is there really something going on? I don't think so. If there was, then we could react. We could adapt. And even if Joe Burrow's out for weeks one and week two, let's say, and it's guaranteed and we're told that's going to happen, prepare for it. I'm still drafting him. I'm just doing what I said. I'm taking him later with a smile because the overreaction is going to be more than compensating me for the missed games. I guarantee it. And for the drafts where I took him in round four, it's all relative. It's all relative. You got deals you won't get today, yesterday. Okay? So, Brees Hall, great question. I love it. That's an awesome question. Riff with a super chat. Smitty, I have the second pick in two drafts. Should I take Chase twice, assuming JJ goes in the first? Um... I guess, Riff, I would say this. If you play in a lot of leagues, you might as well take Chase and JJ in these two drafts. And then if you have other drafts, anywhere between pick three and pick ten, you get Bijan in every one of those. So if you only play in two leagues and you only have two drafts and you're not going to play in anything else, then I guess I would take the receiver you believe in the most with one of them. And I would take Bijan in the other because I personally would not want to play a season without Bijan Robinson. And if you only play in these two leagues, that's my advice. If you play in multiple, and you could always create one <laughs> so you could get a Bijan share or two, 
I, I would I would definitely I would definitely try and get the shares of of Kelsey and and JJ and Chase in the one two and three overall picks when you can when you can that way you don't end up getting screwed um, and, and and don't get any shares of JJ and Chase you don't get you have so many opportunities from pick three until ten to get Bijan you don't have a lot of opportunities. Uh, to go ahead and get a guy like uh, a guy like Jamar Chase or JJ, so that would be my advice to you in that particular uh, setting. I've got so many drafts right now. I'm going to time out on like four puppy drafts that are slow drafts that I've started. Um, let me see what I need to pick here. Who do I need? I need. Uh, let's go ahead and go. Let's pick. Uh, let's pick a Chigakonquo here. Thank you very much. Okay, Riff, appreciate you. Um, that's my advice for that. We got Kirkwood dropping a $2 holler. Says, Preach, Smitty, Preach. Appreciate your super chat and all your support. Uh, thank you so much. Derby dropping a $10 wad. All $10. To the moon. Get a moonshot. Derby, appreciate you dropping the $10 wad. We're not even through the news yet. We're not even through the news yet. You guys are absolute monsters. Gib all the, gives all the way, Smitty. To the moon. Appreciate you, Derby. Thank you for being here. We got Kirkwood with another super chat. Kirkwood says, uh, but Smitty, what if, but Smitty, Kirkwood... But Kirkwood, what do we do, Kirkwood? But Smitty, appreciate you, Kirkwood. Appreciate you. You asked for the megaphone, megaphone voice in a super chat. You get it. That's plain and simple. Ten dollar hauler from Dusty. Wrong button. Wrong button. Moonshot for you. In fact, let's give you the the proper. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dusty. Uh, Dusty says, uh, Hertz Rogers. Um, Bijan, Chubb, Gibbs, Hall, Madison, Jefferson, Alave, Keenan Allen, London. What are you playing in a morgue, bro? What are we doing here? Look to upgrade. What are you going to upgrade? You're going to upgrade your, your elite running backs or your elite, uh, elite quarterback room, your elite wide receivers. Uh, this is a phenomenal team, bro. The only thing I would look to do if I'm you is upgrade in Joku and Fryermuth. Uh, using maybe Keenan Allen because you don't necessarily need him. You got Jefferson, Alave, and London. And and Pittman's interesting to trade or keep. But I would trade Keenan Allen, Pittman, and Joku, Fryermuth, and probably uh, probably Madison. I try and use those guys to either upgrade Rodgers into Fields or T Law, or I use it to upgrade uh, my tight end in Joku or Fryermuth into potentially a different player. And you might actually be able to trade in Joku in let's say a smaller piece. Uh, let's call it, uh, I don't know, something else in your team to potentially get Kincaid or to get a Conquo because those guys will be cheap. But to upgrade your QB would be game over. You already have almost a game over situation, but it'd be literally game over if you upgraded into fields using Madison. And you don't even need them, bro, to be honest with you. Cody dropping a $5 hauler says, let's go. Appreciate you. G Money in the building. My boy G Money is the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, what's, uh, hey Smitty, what are your thoughts on Diggs versus Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson at the end of the first round, beginning of the second? I get a lot of hate for this, but I'd rather own Amon Ra and St. Amon Ra, St. Brown and Garrett Wilson over Diggs. Doesn't mean they're all not neck and neck. And I'm talking about on my own personal overall rankings. They're literally almost like back to back to back. Okay. So let's not get our panties in a bunch. If I say I like Garrett Wilson and Amon Ra over Stefan complaining Diggs. Steffi Diggs has been complaining and, and getting all upset and causing some discourse in that situation that, that worries me enough that I say to myself, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the two monster breakouts that I have. Why not put my money where my mouth is? 
And I think that if I'm ranking Amon Ra Garrett Wilson at like 7, 8 overall, and Diggs is 8 or 9 or 10, it's not that big of a deal to me to be, to be arguing this. But for some reason, Diggs is everybody's hero, and they think he, he's, in, he's a, a Superman. And I'm, I'm just not in agreement with that. Thank you for the $5 hauler. My order would be Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra, almost tied. And then Diggs near, like he's in the same tier. He's sitting right next to him. He's not far down at all. And I could literally get behind drafting Diggs over those two if you force me to. So it's that close. It really is that close, but that's my preference. Thank you for the super chat. G Money's my man. G Money to the moon. To it's the just, moon. Just plain and simple. Plain and simple. G Money's the guy. He's the guy. That's the guy. You, you want the guy? That's the guy. G Money's the guy. Hi, Smitty. Someone is offering me Dallas Goddard and, and Dalton Schultz for Darren Waller. Uh, I could go... Darren, look, Dalton Schultz doesn't move the needle for me. I, it, the question is, do you like Goddard? Do you like Waller? They're very, very close. They're very arguable. I bet you a lot of people would say Goddard and say, are you out of your mind, Goddard? I bet you a lot of people would say, Waller's bouncing back. And, and they're both going to be monsters. They're both potential top six tight ends. I, I would say... Waller's in more injury. Well, they're both they both got their their pros and cons. I'd probably say give me give me Waller. I, I know that's crazy to some people, but give me Waller. I just think he's the number one wide receiver in that Giants offense from the tight end position. And the volume's gonna be enough. It's gonna be I'd rather the number one option in a very decent New York Giants situation then, you know, quite arguably the number three or even number four receiving option in a very potent offense. But I just feel like this is going to be a good season for Waller. But I could get behind either one of those. Those are two amazing options. Corey with a $7.99 hauler. Andrew, appreciate your $10, by the way. To the moon. I forget if I sent you to the moon. Uh, Corey's dropping this. First year doing fantasy football. Need more Superflex content for your boy. Search... How to dominate a Superflex draft. And you'll see my video. Watch that video for sure. Okay. Type in YouTube. How to dominate Superflex draft. You'll see me. I think there's Joe Burrow in the thumbnail. Corey, I promise you that video is going to help you so much. You have the 11 pick feeling T-Law Fields. You de definitely love the, the, the Bijan round two. And if Fields or T-Law are there, you have to go quarterback. Lamar, T-Law, or Fields will probably be the most likely players to fall there. Or Herbert, you have to take one of them if the, uh, the op option's there. There's just no arguing uh, a different strategy. So you you're, you got your mind right on that. Russian Collusion says, Dusty, stop taking advantage of those five. I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Okay, th that boy with the super chat says, I see guys like Laporta, Dell, uh, Brownlee, Chase Brown on waivers, but you drop Warren. Uh, would you drop Warren or Dylan for any of them? So Warren, Jalen Warren, or Corey Dylan, or Corey Dylan, AJ Dylan. <laughs> Remember Corey Dylan? Corey Dylan was a beast. AJ Dylan or or Jalen Warren. Uh it depends. If you need an RB, then you keep the RB. If you don't need that RB, I like Laporta. I like Dell a lot, but maybe monitor Dell in this situation. It sounds like it's very short, small benches, so you could get away with leaving Dell out there a little bit. When there's buzz, you got to swoop in and grab him. But Laporta's making noise. And if you need a tight end, I go Laporta. But only if you need a tight end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate all those super chats. I will make sure to handle those as they come in. So if you guys have any more super chats, please just drop them. And your boy will get to them. I don't know where. Where is this? Where is. I had everything. 
I don't know where it went. I had everything vanish from, from a certain folder in, in, in here, so I don't know what the hell happened. I'll have to figure that out. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, next uh, next uh, piece of news. So JT Total Avoid. Um, we got Bijan. Um, tell your friends he's a Total Avoid. Um, he's number three on the depth chart. Whoa! It's smoke season, Smitty. Uh, this here, Kareem Hunt. This is crazy. How about this for a twist, says Diana Rossini from ESPN. This is actually pretty crazy. Kareem Hunt was called by the Indianapolis Colts before he even stepped foot on the field to work out for the Saints and was offered more money per source. He was advised to leave and head to Indy with the Colts' visit. So he didn't leave... Uh, he didn't leave the Saints situation, which went well. The meeting went great. He's definitely going one of the two places, it seems. But he was told he would get more money if he came to Indy before he even showed up. So he got on a plane, went, he's going to Indy, or he's already there. And, uh, and this looks like it could be a situation that makes JT even more of a risk. And who the heck knows, maybe some sort of trade happens. I don't know. Hard to know if there's a market for trading for JT. Uh, Jacobs is another uh, player we'll get to in a second in terms of what what, what could happen. Or is, is there a weird scenario where Jacobs could end up, I don't know if this is it, uh, Jacobs could end up, um, oh, I, I did this. This is a report here. So Jamison Williams, quiet, uh, quite literally, the first Lions player on the field today, and I, I retweeted on this guy, and I said, well, it's probably because he had to step on the physical premises in order to get good Wi-Fi for today's bet. Little little humor, little humor, but I don't know why I dragged it on the screen. <laughs> I, I just have all this news I dragged on here, so I read it anyway. Mike Evans continues to have eye-popping training camp performances, guys. Get He gets open deep. Um, he uh, d- Deep in the middle, Kyle Trask hits him on a 50-yard bomb. There's a lot of des- describing of the training camp stuff today. Take a lot of this with a grain of salt because, you know, when things are not apparent before you hear things and this goes for the preseason play this goes for the combine this goes for really any fantasy football evaluation uh ziggy show me the front door this goes for anything in terms of uh that has any relevance to liking a player you didn't normally like ziggy show me the front door tell me tell me this isn't people picking up okay stand right here oh hold on a second i gotta i gotta let little smitty in hang tight Okay, sorry about that. Uh, what were we saying? What were we talking about? Oh, oh, Mike Evans. I was saying take things with a grain of salt when it comes to the combine, when it comes to uh, training camp, when it comes to news. If you don't already believe something to be true, don't let the preseason or an off-season report or a 60-yard touchdown catch or a 40-time push you over the edge to liking a player more because of that one factor. Let me give you an example of the reverse. We loved uh, Christian Watson coming out of college. His film, he popped on. He was playing in a small school, same school Trey Lance came from. This guy was an absolute monster on college film. He's six foot four. He's a beast. He had great film. We loved him going into the combine. Did we let the combine influence us? We didn't. 
Because we already felt that way. The combine only amplified and accented what we already felt. The combine, where he ran a 4.2840, is what made us say to ourselves and had a great performance and tested off the charts, had us saying what we thought about Christian Watson was correct. What we thought about Christian Watson was correct. That's the best way to absorb information. Okay, so in this case right here, we're worried about Mike Evans. Don't let this sway you into overvaluing him, but there is some appeal and upside when you hear things like this. Keep in mind, this is the this is the Bucks in practice. This is the Bucks throwing the football around. Uh, this is the Bucks in shorts. This is not a, a game situation where we see Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask fold. And so I'm still very skeptical. But the where Mike Evans is falling as a the wide receiver, late wide receiver three, sometimes wide receiver four, it's not very risky at all. Uh, Tyreek Hill looked phenomenal today. You guys heard me say yesterday and a couple days prior to that that there were some reports that he looked pretty bad in camp. Uh, he didn't look himself. He wasn't necessarily catching every ball. He was making some big drops. He made a splash today. He made a splash today. It doesn't move him above Garrett Wilson in terms of my actual expectation. I'm not saying to draft Garrett Wilson ahead of Hill if you can get away with a trade down. I'm not saying don't trade down and draft St. Brown. And honestly, what it comes down comes down to for me is that I don't trust Tua to stay upright. It's not that Tua can't ball. Tua's been looking good. He's been looking accurate. But Tua Tagovailoa suffering another concussion feels way more likely than not. And what does that do to the offense? And so here's my, here's my suggestion for Tyreek Hill. Nobody, uh, celebrate first super chat from Wizard. Wizard, I'm coming to your super chat in a second. I'm getting to all the super chats. Uh, just give me one second. Wizard, appreciate you. Wizard to the moon. Dropping his first ever super chat on the, on the show. Wizard, what a monster. But but Tyreek Hill, here's my advice. Don't, don't avoid him. I'm not saying avoid him. I'm not saying he's a bust. I've never once said he's a bust. I just, I worry a little bit about him because of his volatile situation. And those speed guys... They can pull hamstrings very easy as they get older and older. He's not a spring chicken anymore. So there's some concern that I'm trying to introduce to the equation. Doesn't mean I'm running for the hills. Doesn't mean I don't consider him a steal at eight overall. You know, I just don't know that if I'm drafting number four, number five, number six, that I don't go Bijan. You know, if, if Chase and, and, and JJ are gone and I don't want to go Travis Kelsey early, which is the year to do it because the running back and wide receiver uh, pools are so deep this year. You can draft Kelsey early, and it doesn't affect your team. Your team looks still still looks marvelous. It looks really good with Travis Kelsey. Whereas in in previous years, you draft Kelsey, you could get really light at certain positions. You know what I'm talking about. If you drafted Kelsey before, it still can win, obviously. But you're chasing running back the whole draft. You're chasing wide receiver, sometimes both, the whole draft. This is a year where Kelsey, you take him at three or four overall, and your team looks like it didn't take Kelsey. It looks like a team that, like, oh, you also have Kelsey? Because the the, the player pool is so deep at running back and wide receiver. I mean, Pacheco, Walker, uh, Gibbs, these are guys that are like third round and beyond. You know, Walker in the fourth or fifth, you can clean up at running back late. You can grab Pickens in seven and Jahan Dotson in six, seven, and grab D- London in five sometimes, Watson in four. There's so many opportunities to compile running back and wide receiver with a Travis Kelsey early uh, draft selection strategy. But my whole point is this. I've never once been on the clock when I'm thinking about taking Tyreek Hill when Bijan's still when Bijan's off the board. 
That means that every time I could take Tyreek Hill, Bijan is almost 99.999% on the board still. So that's why I don't draft Tyreek Hill because I have to draft him at four or five and I just don't want to put my faith in Tua Tagovailoa staying upright or that Mike White, who I like a lot, comes in and doesn't miss a beat with in, in terms of production and spreading it around and all that. He could be a very good game manager. He could win some games. I'm, I'm going to root for Mike White if he gets in there. But I don't know that it's going to be the same. I don't know that the t- touchdown production is going to be there. So my and, and the story is he looked phenomenal today. He looked quick. On this particular play right here, Tyreek Hill ran this route just completely. This guy lost his jock strap. There was like 10 yards of separation. Tyreek Hill knifes across the field, catches a football. There's nobody around him. He's an absolute monster. He is. There's just concern about volatility. And I take him at 7, 8, 9, no questions asked without hesitation. But I tend to lean going Bijan in that situation. And I tend to lean, I like Garrett Wilson and St. Brown quietly at their cost of entry better than I like Tyreek Hill. And I guess, I guess I go back and forth on whether I would actually draft Garrett Wilson ahead of Tyreek Hill. In some ways, I feel like I, I feel, I feel like I could, and I, and I have, I know I have an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, but if I was in one draft, one situation, would I do it? I think I, I would just trade down. I would just trade down. That's the only thing I'm here to say. Trade down. Use uh, Garrett Wilson and Amon Ra's values to your advantage. Their ADP values. This right here, Curtis Samuel being used in the Wildcat. This is one of my favorite late wide receiver grabs. This could be your wide receiver four that you're taking as your wide, re- wide receiver like six or seven. Curtis Samuel, there's special packages designed for Curtis Samuel. So when we say to ourselves, Dotson, you love Dotson, Smitty. And McLaurin's still good. And Sam Howell, I'm kind of questioning. Well, this is one of those things where a Conquo, don't worry about Hopkins with a Conquo. Uh, Conquo's got special design plays for him. He's such an integral part of their offense. They design plays for him. And there's a piece of the pie already cut out for a Conquo. So when Hopkins came over, it's not like a Conquo share got smaller. He had a piece compartmentalized, cut out for him. And that's the same thing with Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel may not need to be the guy that, that is the number one wide receiver on the team. But if he's your wide receiver four and you drafted him as your wide receiver five, six, and he's playing like your wide receiver four because he's got design plays, he's playing in the wildcat, he's doing all these you know, end arounds and he's just getting the football in his hands because he's a mini Debo Samuel, a poor man's Debo Samuel, but a mini Debo Samuel. He's a great player to roster and he's one of my highest roster players in a, in a few of these best ball formats, I might add. Uh, Javante Williams continues to impress. I've never seen anyone roll like that fresh off a knee injury. That's dope. Uh, this is coming from a, a, a beat reporter. Uh, Javante recovery has boosted the Broncos run game and inspired teammates along the way. This guy looks phenomenal. And I don't want to hear it from a repeating Roger or uh, uh, just an Excel sheet, Eric, that doesn't look at the actual facts of the situation. They're all case by case. You cannot tie one situation to the next. You can't. Devontae's light years ahead of Barkley. Light years. Light years ahead of J.K. Dobbins and Barkley. Light years. And guess what? He's got about 30 days left to go. So his recovery is going to evolve and get even better. This He's a, he's probably at a breeze hole at this point. This is absolutely crazy. And it's why we made him a moon man. He's a repeating moon man from last year. The moon man. Dropping loads in outer space. Space moon says. 
That is all the news, and now we open the phone lines. Let's open the phone lines right now, sponsored and presented by TMT. I put TNT on the on the screen yesterday, and he messaged me. He's like, you put TNT on the screen. I'm TMT. I don't know what I was thinking. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Uh, presented by TMT, uh, and basically the highest super chatter of the month and the highest gifted membership person of the month is going to take over uh, a few things. I might make the highest gifted member take over something else so we can keep it focused and one at a time. So I don't know. Right now, TMT is getting it, but I believe it's going to be the highest super chatter of the month. We wanted to grant that to TMT because he had dropped over 250 gifted memberships the other night. So whoever's the highest super chatter of the month will take over the, the presented by so we can honor the person of the current month doing all the damage on the show let's get to these super chats and then open the phone lines up which uh they're open i think did i open them up they're open denny's calling in denny calling in okafer's calling in uh i got the boys dialing in uh, uh cam dropping a ten dollar a ten dollar super chat on screen cam appreciate you hang tight boys denny and okafer hang tight let me get these super chats out this will be my four season rocking with you smitty let's get it best fantasy show and community out there you deserve moon shots good buddy appreciate you to the moon cammy boy my boy my boy cam uh thank you cam cam the man and jason dropping a five dollar thoughts on moving taylor and a future second rounder for Debo, and a future third rounder and Thielen. Uh, Debo will replace Taylor in my flex. I like it better than Taylor, but I, I I would rather go after a Gibbs. I'd rather go after a Walker, who's very undervalued. I mean, there's a couple players like Walker that that is ranked lower than Debo, you know. So, but but I don't mind that. I definitely would do that. Jason versus keep JT at this point. JT is a huge liability, and Debo could have a t- he could have a, he could have a second round type of fantasy football season in hindsight. Barbecue dropping to four ninety nine. Barbecue, appreciate you. I don't know. Put super chat in in your, in your next message, and and if you if you were going to try and ask something, I'll I'll be able to catch that. So just type super chat in your in your message, and then I'll I'll, I'll look for it. Uh, let's see here. Bums bums basketball with the last super chat of the moment. And Bum says, I know Garrett Wilson will be gone before I pick again in the second round. Would it be stupid to draft Garrett Wilson over Cheetah in, at, at the third spot? Yeah, the third's way too high. You got to trade down. If you can't trade down, then I go Bijan. You know what I mean? I go Bijan. I either go Chase, JJ, Bijan, or Bijan, Chase, JJ. One of those three guys, pick your poison. But I don't use the third spot on on Garrett Wilson. It's just too high. You're not leaving yourself any room for error or a slow start or anything like that. Denny, you're live, my guy. What can I do for you, Denny? Appreciate you. Hey, Smitty. Denny. Oh, I just got off from work about a, about a half hour ago. Got a boy. You know, pour myself a, a strong one. Pouring yourself a strong one. Sipping back yeah, on Grandpa's you know, cough shouldn't... medicine while you're listening to your boy Smitty. There's nothing better in the world. Music to my ears, Denny mm. boy. Music to my oh, ears. Oh, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to relax, and you're back in the pocket. I am. You got the pig spin. You are like shaking and baking back there. We're slinging and, it today, uh, aren't we? We're slinging it today. This show's yeah, been this show's been pretty pretty uh, pretty popping. Yeah, I mean, it's been like an hour, and I've been like, man, this is pretty badass. I like what's going on here. Yeah, Denny, I appreciate <laughs> you. Is Eckler worth a top five pick in the A-man league? Thank you, Joe, for the super chat. I, I think, you know, it's arguable. It's just ma- a matter of how long does he stay healthy, and does he does he get banged up at some point, or does he push it through for one more year? He certainly can. 
Um, if they use him properly, I think he could stay healthy. I think the Chargers would be the best team to trade for JT. I think they get that thunder and lightning in there. You put Eckler into a receiving role, let him catch 900 and run for 500, and he'll still get you double-digit touchdowns. He'll be absolutely phenomenal in that. And and Herbert would go to the moon, you know, if you gave him that that potential diversity. Not to mention Moore loves to use multiple backs, Kellen Moore. So it would be a match made in heaven. I don't know why we're not hearing buzz about it. Maybe they're on the phones trying to do something quietly. Who the hell knows? But uh, same thing for Jacobs. If Jacobs was to get, if the contract uh, or the franchise tag was rescinded by the Raiders, which is a possibility, but it's a dumb possibility. But if anybody's going to do it, it's the Raiders. Then then Jacobs could go wherever he wants as a free agent. And char- the Chargers would be ideal for him. And he'd actually have some good value there. Uh, thank you, Joe. Appreciate you. Go ahead, Denny. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no. I just I, I thought it was awesome because you were, like, backing up. You had the football in your hand. It's yeah. a Wilson. You know, my last name is Spalding, so I don't like Wilson. Yeah. But well, maybe you, need to, maybe you need to send me a Spalding uh, football. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what pisses me off is that the NBA, I know it's not a, it's a football show, but last year the NBA, uh, Got rid of the Spalding contract, but they're doing Wilson too. So, yeah. All right, good, good talk, Denny. Hey, hey, hang tight, Okafor, you're live, Denny. Hang tight, Okafor. What's up, my guy? Right. Hang tight, Denny. All right, Okafor. What's up? Oh, oh. Trust me, I, I had to finish. I had to finish myself on bench. We can't hear a word you're saying, Okafor. What are you calling from a space shuttle? No, I, I, I speak this. I speak this language. I get exactly everything you say. Okay, go ahead. Well, go ahead and, uh, and and translate for me what's going on because I can't hear a word he's saying. You say hi, uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, when you say, when you when you say you know this language, you mean he's sipping on Grandpa's cough medicine, and you you can kind of dissect yeah. what he's what he's saying. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, Okafer. Uh, I would like to uh, interject my opinion. Oh, Okafer. Uh, exactly does Denny have this nailed? Are you are you a little bit trash right now? I did not hear a single thing that Denny said. Not a word. <laughs> you he said I'm having trouble with my uh, new uh, cell phone, and I would like to. Uh, it's I'm bringing up, and I would like to uh, maybe call back okay. later. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, that I would like to interject. Okay. Okafer, what can I do for you? Hang tight, Denny. Go ahead, Okafer. Let me see if I got this. No, you, you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you, but you're not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Smitty. I'm taking my victory last minute. I'm taking it. Are you, call, are you calling from a fax machine? Like, are you calling from the actual fax machine speakerphone? Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's that is. You're calling for you. I, I I think you said you're calling for a victory lap, but how the hell are you going to take a victory lap on a fax machine? Like, go ahead, speak your mind. Let's hear what you're saying. I, I can't hear a word you're saying. Nobody knows what you're saying. No, I know. What you're saying. Smitty, I told everyone, Smitty, I told about me, uh, man. Man, turn on the Smitty, I watch the tapes. Grinding through all the tapes, Smitty. I, I know, I, I know, Beezer. I know Bizar than anybody more more than anybody knows Bizar. Man just blows. He knows Bizar more than anyone knows Bizar. Three, three combines this man came. He, he probably he, he weighs around like 220, 225. 
coming to the combine, mm-hmm. right? I know he cut all kinds of weight. I know he just said he was listed at 214, somebody. That's a lot. I know he, he cut down to below 200 pounds. He didn't cut. Okay, first, first of all, you're you're all you're. I think Denny's right. You're sipping on some sauce or something because you just said he was 220 pounds. He wasn't 220 pounds. He's like 209. You said he was under 200 pounds. He wasn't under 200 pounds. I think, I think it's Playboy. It's Playboy to college. It's like 220, 220, 225. Okay, but you just right. said he was under 200 pounds. At the yeah. combine. No, he wasn't under 200 pounds at the combine. Jameer Gibbs was 199. You're getting everything mixed up, Okafer. Jameer Gibbs is 199. Okay. Okay. Say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. Hold on. Let me, let me okay. also, De- Denny, hang tight real quick. Denny, please hang tight. This, okay. let, me, let me try and get through this because okay. it's hard when both of you are talking. It's hard enough just talking to Okafer, but I hear Denny translating. Right. It's, it's helpful, but I don't need it right now. Just let me let me put it on. Right. Let, me, let me leave my lifeline out there for you, Denny. Just hang tight. But but Okafer, you just came into my 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 show and said you told us about Bijan. What in the hell are yeah. you talking about? What in the hell? Yeah. How are you gonna tell me about Bijan? How are you gonna tell you me how, about Bijan? What are you talking about? You know how many Bijan cards I've had about Smitty for calling him over eighty. Smitty, 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 he might not even make the roster, Smitty. Oh, Bijan Smitty. If Bijan is starting opening day, I'm gonna book. I'm gonna head over to to Travago, Google whatever, book a flight over to New York. I'm not gonna run a lap, Smitty. I'm around the whole Boston Marathon. So if so Okafor, Okafor, Okafor. Let me get this straight. <laughs> I thought you were calling to say you love Bijan and you told me that he was amazing. You are literally, oh. you are literally buying into this. He's number three on the depth chart, and you you literally believe he's not starting week one. Is that true? Do you truly believe that? Don't 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 come in here and lie about it. You got to be kidding me. You got to be. You're the person we're talking about, Okafer. You're the person we're talking about. We God bless you. Can I get a Can I get some applause and some prayer emojis in the chat for guys like Okafer and for specifically Okafer because he's pulling Bijan's ADP maybe to two point one and we owe him a debt of gratitude. Standing ovation for Okafer. You can't be serious. You can't be serious, bro. No, 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 we're we're not we're not in the wasting. Finish him. Call terminated. You don't waste the show's time. This is not theatrics. This is not a game. This is not a game. This isn't where I'm not asking for you to come in and spice things up. We naturally are spicy here. We don't need fabrication, and fabrication gets gets eliminated. We eliminate fabrication. We cut bait on fabrication. No show for you for one day, okay? You can call in tomorrow, Okafer, but you're not calling the phone line again today because that is not what we want here. Um, go ahead, uh, Russian Collusion. You're live on the show. Appreciate you. And I and I do love you, Okafer. You know I love you, but that, that was needed. I'm your coach. I'm not here to pat Good. you on the rear Good. end. And say, Great job. Uh, high knees. High Good. knees, Okafer. Good thing you terminated him, Smitty, because I was just going to go right at him. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. Waste Listen, of my time. Waste of five minutes of this show. I know. But you know what, though? I got the ninth pick in my home league, and, I, and I was, I've been doing mock drafts. I can't get B. John at the ninth pick. So I'm glad this news is coming out because maybe I'll have a chance now. Yeah, I, I, even you though know, Okafor, I mean, that, yeah, even though Okafor is not, it. he's not tricked by it. Okafor just admitted he was lying, but there are people that are. There are people that are, and it's absolutely amazing, and it's glory yeah. is what it is. It's glory. Yeah, I uh, agree. I just hope I can get Bijan and Garen uh, Wilson are my first two picks, and I'll be golden. We got a question here. Um, I'll maybe turn to both of you and see what you think on this. Is it okay to draft Devontae Smith and Hurts at the two-three turn? Um, absolutely. I think I think Devontae Smith as a third drafted player, even though it's the top around three, that's fine. You know, getting those two guys. What I don't want is De, uh, Devontae Smith as your second drafted player and Hurts as your first or something like that. If you were to invest that much, especially if it's non-best ball, we're doing a best ball draft tonight, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Make sure you click the link that's pinned in the live chat. It'll insert code Smitty for you and it'll double your deposit or it'll match your deposit up to $100. The link's in the description of every video if you're watching the replay. And also you can just use code Smitty when you download the app. It will double your deposit up to $100. But do it now whether you're drafting or even sure if you're drafting. Just do it real quick. So that it's it's on your phone, you're ready to go, and then when we do go live, you'll be able to jump right in and you won't have to sign up. Um, but the, the difference between this, just to give you an example, um, Valdez, and appreciate your super chat, that you're investing a lot in a non-best ball, because um, in non-best ball, stacking is not as important. You're investing a lot. Let's say you were to take Hertz here at the 12-13 turn, and let's say Devontae Smith here, or even A.J. Brown. Let's use A.J. Brown as an example. If the the Eagles have a bad game, you only have your third rounder and your fourth rounder and your fifth rounder to carry your team, and so you're hit really hard on that stack. But if you're getting, let's say, Hertz, um, you said right here, and Devontae Smith right here, then you still have your first overall drafted player as a big component of your team, your fourth drafted player, your fifth drafted player. You can weather through a bad game. So the, the later you get your stack of players so Joe Burrow in round six right now and Jamar Chase one overall that's an amazing amazing thing because you get Burrow here in round six let's say so you get Burrow and you get Chase right here you're dividing that up if the Bengals have a bad game you still have your second rounder your third rounder your fourth rounder your fifth rounder to carry your team so the the more spread out and and more like distance you have and and not using all your early draft capital on a stack the stack is amazing so stacks can be amazing they don't get you any more points but in potent offenses it's a phenomenal thing to do when you believe in the player and the offense but i don't stack on purpose necessarily unless it's the offense that i truly believe in so it's a great great question two dollar hauler from ryan says hey smitty what are your thoughts on alexander madison i'm i'm cooling off on him i'd rather pacheco by a, a country mile um, I'd rather have, obviously, I'd rather have uh, Kenneth Walker or Fields. If I, I'd rather go quarterback than go Madison in round five or something like that. I'd rather go T. Law in six than Madison in six. I'd rather go Pacheco. I'd rather go George Pickens. To be honest, and he's going around seven. I'm not saying Madison will fall to seven, but I'm giving you an indication that that Madison's not a guy I'm super high on right now. I'm just feeling a little fool's gold about it uh, as of late. Um, fourth pick, JJ Chase, Bijan off the board. $10 hauler gets a moonshot, by the way. Appreciate you dropping that $10 hauler. And this one right here is from Big Rod. Big Rod, 
says fourth pick JJ Chase Bijan off the board. Who you taking? Um, that's tough because that's putting you in that place I don't want to be. I'd probably go Kelsey. I'd probably go Kelsey. And, and to me, like I said, the, the the running backs and wide receivers are so deep this year. It's not a hard team to build around where it was in years past. You're chasing running back. You're chasing wide receiver. Sometimes both all draft long. You can draft such a balanced team still. So I shouldn't say I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in pick five. I'd rather have, unless I'm getting Bijan. But if they're all off the board, Kelsey, is this a dynasty though? Because why why would Bijan be off the board unless you're drafting with a bunch of our people? Because that three is high for Bijan. Uh, 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 CMC is also not bad if this is redraft. I would say Kelsey or CMC. P- pretty easy call. I could go either one. Hey, Smitty, I was just, this is a collusion. I was just on a uh, on a best ball on uh, underdog and uh, somebody I was had the fifth pick and they took uh, Bijan in the third too. Um, I ended up taking I just because I don't have a lot of them. I ended up taking Diggs and then on the way back I took uh, um, a running back and then I took uh, Allen. So it was just for the stack is the reason yeah. why I did it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. If this is, uh, yeah, if this is redraft, I go CMC or Kelsey, and I, I think you can make an argument for mm-hmm. both. If it's dynasty, then you got, I mean, you got to trade down or something. Otherwise, you know, you would go, I guess, Garrett Wilson potentially. You know, Gibbs is a guy I wanted to, to like, as far down in the first round as I can get, or even in the second round. Depends on who you're drafting with. A bunch of grandmas they don't know that Gibbs is a first round talent in dynasty. So, tough question without knowing the details on that. I don't think he said it's a dynasty, did he? Uh, I don't th- I don't see that. So, hopefully I helped you, though, because I hit it from both angles. Uh, big Rod to the moon. Big Rod. Send Big Rod. Send your Big Rod to the moon. Appreciate you, pal. Okay. Th- this one here from Overcome. We got a $20 hauler from Overcome. Alert. Super chat alert. Overcome's sleeping? Is he sleeping? No, Overcome's here. So, no, 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 I'm a super chat. It was a $20 hauler, Denny. I was just playing the, pushing the button. I just told my buddy who has the pick two, I have the pick three, that I'm taking Amon Ra on the turn around in a 10-man, and that he takes Garrett Wilson, then I will bombard him with trade offers. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I love both of them, man. I don't, I don't know that I'm making a big stink about having Amon Ra or Garrett Wilson or Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. Like, I don't know that I'm giving up pieces to switch them. You know what I'm saying? If that's what the question is. And thank you again for the $20 hauler overcome. Um, and feel free to dial in as well if you want to talk about this one. But, and that if he takes Wilson, I am, I'm going to bombard him with trade offers. Now, if you're going to just get Wilson and Amon Ra, then, then I understand what you're saying, and I would definitely want to go after him as well. But I don't know that I overpay. You know, I would just try and take the best players on the board and don't sabotage a league trying to get certain guys. Take the value where, where it's there. Try and buy low and sell high where you can in the, tra- in, the, in the trade market after the draft, sure. But don't set on a guy and, and like, dismantle a potential situation you can build. You know, you can build an amazing team even if you don't get Garrett Wilson. Look at our throne draft. We got, we got, we didn't get Garrett Wilson. We got Barkley. We got St. Brown. We got Brees Hall. We got, uh, we got uh, Justin Fields, Drake London, and Isaiah Pacheco, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal job. job. Uh, Mark Cleveland coming in. Thank you, Overcome. Overcome calling if you want. Mark Cleveland dropping a $50 hauler on screen. Alert. 
Super Chat Alert. Mark Cleveland coming in. Look, when I see Mark Cleveland, he make it just makes me smile. This guy is is he is the essence of the fantasy football show to me. He's been here from the beginning. He takes sometimes the off seasons off, and and I just you know I feel like he's not coming back, and he always does. It just like worries the hell out of me when I don't see him. And I'm like, where's Mark Probably Cleveland? Hey, yeah, look, Mark Cleveland's your kind of guy, Denny. This is this this could be one of the bunk bed. Karate in the garage type of guys that you could be buddies with for, yeah. for a lifetime. Playing the drums together, slinging the football. Uh, Smitty, you're the man. If you have room, put me in a le- put me in a league, please. Says Mark Cleveland. Appreciate you, Mark Cleveland. Um, I'll get in touch with you soon about uh, about something. Uh, there, there's all kinds of leagues that we we're going to be doing. I think in August or September, hopefully, yeah. if I have time. Catalina League. Catalina Wine. Hey, maybe we do the Catalina Wine Mixer League. We'll try and figure that out. Um, so hang tight because I do want to create another league. So many people didn't get in the Mars Man and Moon Man League. I want to do something special for everybody and figure it out. And something that will be, you know, no no charge to get in or something like that. But maybe there's a prize or I don't, I don't know how we're going to do it. Or there could be potentially someone that organizes outside of me in terms of league safe. And maybe there's a $50 entry fee and we figure that out. Uh, Superflex from the 1.9. Should I, should I go Fields over JJ? Uh, uh, Fields, you've got to go Fields in a Superflex. Superflex, you have to take quarterback when quarterback is available to you. Always, 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 bro. Thank you, Mark Cleveland, for the super chat. Okay, let's go over to Rockout. Rockout's on the line. Rockout, what can I do for you, pal? Mars man extraordinary. You yeah, I just did a map mock. Can I? Can you read my thing? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right, uh, John Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Jameer Gibbs, Christian Watson, Drake London, Pacheco, Swift, Tony, Zay Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Aconquo, uh, Jordan Love, Chase Brown, and Musgrave. You always go to a submarine when you read your teams, by the way. It seems. I don't know if you, like, hold the yeah. phone and... We always barely hear you when you read off your team, but I got it. Bijan Wilson, Gibbs, Watson, London, Pacheco, Swift, Aaron Rodgers. I got it. Re- really good squad. What are you saying, Den- Denny? Oh, I'm just reading along. Yeah. I should put a beatbox to what he's saying. You know, maybe knock out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it real quick. I want Denny to do the beatboxing and I want Rock out to read, to read his team off. Okay. Denny, give him the All beat. Right. Rock out, read your team off. Go. Is I was got. Check, check the pool. Check. Check the pool. Watson, London, Jacko, Swift, Tony, Flowers, Aaron Rodgers, Acarquo, Love, Chase Brown, Musgrave. London Love, baby. I'm going to be the DJ and sit that shit in the back, uh, stuff in the background. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Check. You got B. John Wilson, okay. right, Watson. All right, let's tone it down. What do you think about that shit, Okay, let's tone it down. Uh, real quickly, I, I like the team. I think it's amazing. I think the fact that you have Bijan and Gibbs and you still have Swift and Pacheco, two of my favorite RBs to, to throw into this mix, is absolute golden. Um, and then you've got London gold. You've got uh, Garrett Wilson, Bijan. I mean, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't like this team anymore. Part of me wonders, you know, if, how many grandmas... You were drafting with pal because 
This is uh, this is pretty ridiculous here. This is kind of like this is kind of like you went to the sports bar rock out and they said, "Here, here's a, a sheet with all the players in the entire National Football League, and you just check the one. You just check the ones you want. You get to check every single player that you like. I, this is what it feels like. This is one of those bar sheet teams. Um, absolute, <laughs> absolute uh, lambasting going on here in Casa de Rock Out. Um, rock out. I got to admit you're rapping. You didn't really rap. I was expecting you to really get into it. I mean, Denny was putting yeah. his heart and soul into that and it felt like you were just reading instead of rapping. So, um, but yeah, that's okay. Everybody has an off rap day and, uh, musically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still love you. <laughs> he still loves you. Denny loves you. That's all that matters. Um, my boy, my boy, you still... karate in the uh, garage. Or... Karate in the garage. Sure. Silver Rapture in the building. I got Va- I got I got Veda. We call him Vaj Veda. Veda is in the building. Um, Reebok is Reebok's in the building as well. These are these are two amazing people. I love Reebok and, and Veda. They're they're absolute monsters. Um, Veda was in Vegas, right? Yeah, he was. Hell yeah, he was. You were sitting. Uh, you were Veda bought me a drink. I swear to God, it was the next day after I won all the money, and I took the drink he bought me. Hey, Veda's my boy. Veda is a hell of a no, guy. Veda is a hell of a guy. When I yeah. went to when, it, but, when I went to Vegas, uh, and, and just for anybody watching, I went to Vegas and they they hooked your boy up. I mean, it was the one of the most fun times yeah. I've ever had. I live streamed the Scott Fishbowl draft. I live streamed my 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 eight PM show there. Um, it was at seven PM at the time. Uh, I had I had a bunch of of the followers meet me out there. Veda wasn't even in the Scott Fishbowl, and this guy traveled across the country just to come hang out. He's an absolute legend. Denny traveled across the country just to hang out with me. It meant the world to me. There were several other people. The Patrick. Um, we also had uh, Wasabi. We had a bunch of people show up. It was really quite amazing. You know, I, I know we're a bigger show. We're getting bigger. We've got 300 people in the building on that. No, please hit the thumb up button. We're getting bigger. We have 300 people in the show. You know, we're at 20,000K roughly. We're at 19K. We're almost uh, at 20. But to have, even at that size of a channel, to have the handful of people that we had show up and travel to go hang out at an event they weren't even drafting in, was amazing. So, Denny, I appreciate you. Veda, I appreciate you. The Patrick, Wasabi, every single one of you that came out to see me. If I'm leaving someone's name out, please, you know me, I get forgetful. Um, oh, uh, the tick. Oh, oh he's not, that's not his name anymore. No, the guy that brought you on this. Bill the Tickler. Bill the Tickler. Yeah, no. you know, he, he, did you hear, Denny? Did you hear? Did you hear the bad news? What? He got put on suspension. No. He got put on suspension at work. He might not be working there anymore. They've suspended him. Smitty, what the hell happened? And I don't. I don't know. I, part of me thinks that the word got out of his nickname, Bill the Tickler. They didn't like it, and they they just suspended him. I don't know. But what what I don't get is how does Bill the Tickler, Bill the Tickler, who 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 took care of your boy in Vegas, gave me a hundred dollar steak dinner, dinner slapped a seventy dollar oh, yeah. steak dinner, hundred and seventy dollars in yeah. steaks before tax. On, on, on my right, table, right, 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 right. this guy took care of me. I take care of him. This is my boy. Bill the Tickler. Bill the Tickler gets a suspension, and, and Alvin Kamara what? gets three games. Alvin Kamara gets three games, and Bill the Tickler, who did probably nothing, gets a suspension <laughs> indefinite. It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, okay. It's because you gave him that name. I tried to reverse the name. You, he gives you a free steak. Alvin Kamara beats the bag out of him, though. <laughs> 
and then Bill <laughs> no, it's Billy. I thought it was Billy Chuckles. He didn't. He didn't I want thought, it. He wanted to keep. He wanted to keep his original name. I tried oh, to change that, it. That's his problem. But you know what? Hey, hey, don't listen to me, man. You know what? Hey, good luck with Bill. Uh, Bill and Tickler. All right, and good luck. I, I hope you enjoy your steaks. All right, I got nothing more to say to Bill the Tickler. Hey, B Bill's a good uh, guy. Bill's a good guy. Don't don't be don't be hard on Bill, Denny. I'm asking you from the bottom no, of my no, heart to I give Bill a second chance. Uh, let, 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 hold on, let's pause and let's go over to R Russian collusion. Russian collusion. What else do you have to say? You're my boy, Blue. What, what do you have to say regarding the, this, this JT situation? Yeah. Hang tight, Denny. Just pause yeah. for a second. Uh, Russian, what do you think about JT? And is he a run for the hills type of player for you anywhere in round two? Anywhere. I'm talking through 2.12, 2.10, 2 3.1 even. Are you go Where are you going to draft JT if you are at all? Smitty, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've never trusted JT. Yeah. I've never trusted him. And I would never draft him this year. Uh, I'm glad to see Hunt is going there to possibly sign because I think what he's doing, all these running backs, what they're doing and holding out is ridiculous. You know what? These guys are making millions of dollars. Put your pads on and get out there like a big, big boy and play football because you're playing a game that everybody envies you to do and you're making millions of dollars. So just go out there and play the game. Are they under? I'm like no, no, I no, no. When he says JT, he means Justin Tickler. That's all. When he says JT, it's Justin Tickler. Anyway, no, all right, no. collusion, you're my boy. All right, Denny. Denny, how many, how many, uh, how many, how many bottles of Grandpa's cough medicine are you into at this point? About as light as you can get. To tell okay. The truth. Okay. Uh, I came in. Okay. Uh, no, just tell you the truth. I, I just thought that was a good take. But, but do you know the take my side, dude? That's weird. That's so funny. All right, De <laughs> All right Denny, hang, hang, hang tight real quick. I appreciate Denny. Right. Denny, Denny, you know, you know, you were voted by a majority of almost everybody when it was being kicked around as the the most beloved character of this show. You you were voted. I can't even tell you how much that means to me. I I find you guys just so fun. I love being a part of this. I I, I I'm just seeing myself telling the truth, and I know Smitty's the same way. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll dip out and listen. Hey I'll hey dip out hey listen. Denny, just know hey, if I'm ever hard on you in terms of like Denny, you've got to be quiet. Stop interrupting. Don't ever yeah. ever ever take it personally. You understand? I got to keep the show oh. flowing. That's the only thing. Think of me like the director of a, of a movie. I'm going to have to tell everybody to yeah. shut up. Quiet on the set. Quiet on the set, Denny. It doesn't mean I, I, dis, I, I disrespect you at all. So hang tight real quickly for me. Rock out. JT, JT, are you drafting JT at all? If, let's say, he's even there at 3.1. Yeah, he's a fade for me. Total fade. I agree with all, all of you. Uh, J, JT is, is as I ranted and raved, uh, not raved, ranted and uh, and told you to avoid earlier in the show is he looks double injured he's got the back issue which he did show up on a report it was like a, a rap report or a Schefter report and 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 he said he never had a back issue he did last year or earlier in the offseason or something I forget when it was but he looks like he's got a back issue definitely has the the ankle issue and now he's going to rehab off-site his ankle and um, we don't know when he's going to be back. Not to mention, we don't know if the team 
is going to change their tune. Israel said he's not trading him, but I don't know that that's going to necessarily hold true if the right offer comes to the table. Now, if he's injured, it's going to be a lot harder to receive an offer. So let's say a Chargers organization that would actually do very well with JT and Eckler, even though Eckler owners would be petrified Peters out there. I think Eckler would stay healthy. And I think Eckler would ball out. I think you just want the touchdown production, which that would allow him to to, to get. I mean, it would be complicated. I'm not going to lie. But but it would be an interesting from a football perspective, and it would be the move I'd make if I was if I was running things in, in L.A. But, but I don't know that teams are going to be very open to trading for an injured player. So the, the, the problem for JT is he's going to have probably very little interest in not only taking the man on, Without the long-term deal, right? But also knowing that they've got to pay him. But also knowing that he's injured. He's injured. They've got to give up draft capital. There aren't a lot of teams that are in dire need of an RB. And a guy named Dalvin Cook, who is free in terms of the draft capital piece, is not getting scooped up. So what makes anybody think that someone's going to come out and trade and give up draft capital, then pay, or be worried about the long-term deal with them? Using draft capital is probably not going to happen. So JT's most likely staying in, in in Indianapolis, and he's got a vulturing situation at the in terms of the touchdown production. He's a complete avoid for me. I'm running like crazy. So many red flags. Maybe more red flags than probably equal red red flags as Josh Jacobs. So those are two complete avoids for me. Uh, anybody, anybody in the chat disagree? Um, you can definitely leave your comment. I'll try and drag it on screen or you can call into the show. Um, anything else guys? Uh, I'm not, not to wrap it up too early, but we, we've been live for almost two hours here and, and I, and I'm going to be back tonight to, to live draft. Can I circle around the phone line and, and just start off with Denny and say, Denny, is there anything else you want to talk about before, before you jump? Go ahead. The floor is yeah. yours. Uh, um, the kid. Uh, the kid. It's o- o- Okinawa. The kid. Okinawa. Okinawa. That's where Mr. Uh, Miyagi's o- from. Okinawa. His name's Akonkwo. His name's Chig. Chig. Chig Akonkwo, not Okinawa. All right. So I just think of him as Oki, right? Maybe he's cool. That's worse than mine. Yeah. Wax on. I found him funny. Am I, am I the only one that found him funny? Uh, I, I saw him again with funny. Uh, I don't think it's safe for it at all. I, I just thought he was funny. Can we call him Oki from now on? You call him whatever you want. Go go ahead. Go ahead, Denny. Denny. No, Denny. How, I just, I, Denny, I just gave you the award for the most like follower on the entire on the entire show. You just you oh, just you man, just re- recipient of that award five minutes ago. Oh yeah. It, it, and the fact that you talked to me, and, and we've been doing this for years now, just the fact that you talked to me and everything, and then you got friends, mutual friends on here, we're having a good time. At the we end are having a good time, Denny. We're, we're, we're zipping it around. And, and as uh, Adel says, uh, go ahead and wax away. Wax on, wax off. What can we do for you? Talk about Okonkwo, Okinawa, as you call him. What can, we, what can you say about Okonkwo that hasn't already been said? Let's hear it. Me or this guy? De- De- Denny, you're the one that brought him up. I'm, I'm saying, what what did you want to say oh, about okay. Okonkwo? Everyone jumped on him real quick, right? I thought he was kind of funny. I, like, I don't know what he was trying to do, but I just found him funny. 
with the Bijan thing. What are we talking about? I have no idea what we're talking about. Drop a bonsai tree emoji or any kind of tree that looks like it in the in the chat, please. What what, what are we talking about, Denny? I don't know what we're talking about. Who who? I think it's all about Ivy. I'm, I'm Cobra Kai. I I I sweep the leg. I am Cobra Kai to like that. You know. No. Um. There was a kid that called in. His name was like Oki or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. You Okafor. 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 Okay. Yeah, you're talking about Okafor. You know, should we let Okafor call back? Should we let Okafor call back? And I said no more phone line for a day. Okafor, dial in one more time. I think Denny wants to talk to you. I I got him back. I I found it very funny. I I found him entertaining. I I really did. But but we can't have have fake fabricated content here. Okay, so he was pretending to be alarmed about Bijan, (laughs) wasted all of her time. And then goes, just kidding, I like him. I just don't want that. I don't want that on the show. So Okafor knows better than to do that. We don't need fabrication. We have enough We have enough bold takes and craziness yeah. that goes on here. We don't need a fake. This isn't the Jerry Springer show, okay? We might we might wax on, wax off once in a while, have a bonsai tree show up here and there. We may, we Okinawa, whatever the case may be. Uh, but, yeah, okay, let's, a Russian collusion. Um, what, what are your final thoughts, pal? So my super chat earlier when I said uh, Dusty to stop playing with the five-year-old kids. Remember Dusty put in that uh, the team they he did a super chat. That team was unbelievable, and I just don't know how he did it. Do you remember the Dusty? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Du- Dusty was he, yeah. He's playing. He's playing. Uh, he's playing with a bunch of you know at a morgue, a bunch of uh, people that weren't. Denny, where'd Denny go? Denny hung up. Right when Okafor answered, Denny hung up. Denny, call back in. Hopefully, Denny just <laughs> dropped the phone or no, something. Denny. All right, Okafor, okay. have you learned your lesson, Okafor? Yeah, 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 I guess, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It's not, it's, I mean, you literally went on a rampage about it, and it was a big waste of everyone's time. So tell me what you're really feeling, in, and tell me how you feel about JT. Are Do you think we're overreacting? Are we a bunch of overreacting Oscars, in your opinion, in regards to JT? saying that none of us on the phone line uh, would draft him at even 3.1. What say you? Because you seem to go against everything I say. You're the anti-Smitty. <laughs> I don't know why you love the show so much, probably because it's so damn entertaining. But but other than that, I don't think you follow any of my advice. Well, it's a good show, Smitty. I have a bad habit of going against the grade, so being a playing devil's advocate. But as far as JT goes, that's what, the, that's what I was actually calling about. Um, there was talk about him, them putting him on whatever list that was that you don't get paid on. The, uh, well, the NFI oh, list, the non-football injury list, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because of his back or whatever. Yeah. But I'm wondering if JT's just trying to play the system and say, oh, my ankle still hurts so that it could be a football-related injury and it's his way of, like, holding in. I mean, there's there, there's definitely some, you know, there's definitely some thoughts to that. Um, but the the ankle was for sure a known thing, though. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what his goal is. It's tough to say, but they. It sounded like, and this could have been stretched as well, and, and smoke. But it sounded like the team was trying to not pay him, and they were talking about the NFI yeah. list. And I think they are out to get him. That that really sucks. Ten dollar hauler from. From, from Zach, uh, Zach's super chat is as follows. Hang tight, Okafor. I want to handle this real quick. I got to handle these super chats as they come in. Sometimes I get behind on them. So 
Superflex Dynasty Draft Fields, great start. You got to go quarterback. You did, and you smashed it. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Swift, Madison. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, no, AR. I'm sorry. Fields and AR. Fields and AR. And yes, you have Amon Ra on top of that. Fields and Anthony Richardson, Swift, Madison. So kind of a light running back stable, but you got Amon Ra, Dotson, Pitts, Jordan Addison, Josh Downs, Komet, Tank Dell. So it, it's a, uh, is this a 14 team or anything? Cause it, it definitely looks a little thin around the edges, but I mean, you got Fields and, and Anthony Richardson, so you clearly went quarterback, quarterback. And given it's dynasty, I understand that you can build around this a little easier than not going quarterback, quarterback if you if you find the right second quarterback. And I think Anthony Richardson's good enough in dynasty. I don't love him in redraft. I don't really love anybody in Indianapolis at all from a redraft perspective. I really don't. I, I'm staying clear of this situation. It feels like a disaster and unraveling. It feels very Dan Snyderish. Um it feels very, very disgusting and want to vomit in my mouth if I'm a, if I was a Colts fan. It just feels like a like how do you not want your best player around? How do you want how do you not want to pay your best player? Which I agree with collusion in the sense that these guys should stop complaining to a degree and go out there and play, especially when you are willing to play. You know, and you're getting ten million. It's not like you're getting nothing. And if you're gonna ball out, you're gonna go correct the market. So there is something to the ownership and the team saying, look, you know, prove us wrong. The market will set itself. And this is really true. And I know it's not unpopular to say, and I do I do believe the RBs are getting screwed. But it's more at the rookie level in the contract length level. It's more at the CBA level in the, the NFLPA level. It's not about within the confines of the rules right here and right now. There's nothing you can do to say to the owners you're doing something you know illegal or you're circumventing things. They're literally given four-year four deal rookie players that have a fifth-year option if they're drafted in round one, and they can franchise tag. Those are all within the confines of the rules. So at the end of the day, it really is – there's nothing the teams are doing wrong. The only thing with going wrong in Indy that makes me want to throw up in my mouth is this This Israel feels a lot like Snyder – and his bedside manner is awful, and I feel like he's got bad intentions, and it seems like this team doesn't want their best player on the field at all. And and they don't want to trade him, which if they don't want him on the field, at least trade him and get this team into a position to get a new, younger running back or something like that. But no, they'd rather, like like the Texans pre-Casarios, uh, uh, where they clean things up, in the in the Houston Texans are absolutely in a phenomenal uh, on a phenomenal path, and things are uh, amazing there in Houston. It's just such a different, stark change. But when Casarios got there, he had to clean up a lot, and you had you had Houston literally refusing to get rid of Watson, refusing to play him, letting the house burn down before letting him go get his way, it was self-sabotage, and it was ridiculous. And this feels a lot like that situation mixed with Snyder in Washington with the callousness and the way that things are said and how how much of a bad owner it appears, you know, is in place there in Indy. And then on top of that, you have this self-sabotaging type of thing where you don't even want to get rid of JT. You don't want him in the field. You don't want to get rid of him. You just want to waste the value. I don't get it at all. Waste the potential trade value because if JT can't stay healthy, he goes out there and gets hurt again, you now have no trade value if you were to, like, let's say, try and franchise tag him 
and and do all these different things. It's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ludicrous. And and so I I forget where I was going with that. I, I, something to do with why did I even go on that topic? Uh, AR fifteen. AR fifteen. Yeah, Anthony Richardson. I don't know that I I love him in in redraft. In dynasty, I think it's a pretty good move here. Your team's very very solid. You got a great tight end. You got you got very sneaky wide receivers and Dotson and Addison and Amon Ra. Obviously, it's a good squad. It's a, overall it's a really good squad. Uh, opinions on my future of the squad. Yeah, I mean, you could build around this. This is a really really good job. I would. I don't know if I would have gone Madison. I don't know who was available there. I would have much rather had a Pacheco or something. But there aren't a lot of missteps here, based on looking at your team. I'd say like, do I move? Uh, do I move? Uh, uh, do I move Quentin Johnston and Madison for one better player potentially? Do I maybe trade Kyle Pitts where he's got high value for an Okonkwo or as Denny called him Okinawa? Would I trade a Conquo down or trade down to a Conquo or Kincaid using Pitts to then to then upgrade Madison into Kenneth Walker? Like those are the things I'm on the phones trying to get those things done, Zach. And I appreciate your super chat. You're an absolute monster for dropping that ten dollar holler, and uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, where were we? And uh, we were at Russian collusion, I think. Oh, Okafer, what are your final thoughts, Okafer? I'm glad we let you back on the phone line. You learned your lesson. Final thoughts. What would you like to say? Yeah, I'm gonna hop on the treadmill and uh, finish taking my lap. But that was it. If, if, if I'm in the camp that JT is really trying to hold out, maybe even faking limping and acting hurt on camera. So I am not touching him with 100 percent cool. I'll get drafted by somebody, but it will not be me. Okay. Hey, appreciate you, Okafer. Call in tomorrow, pal. You know I appreciate. You know I appreciate you, right? <laughs> yeah. You're you're you're, you're you're a unique bird, but but uh, we we do appreciate you here. Um, you like you said, this is kind of on you, Okafer. You say you like to go against the grain by nature, so you're obviously trying to come in and put a wedge into a conversation, which is good for the show. I just want you to do it naturally and authentically. Okay, appreciate you, Okafer. All right, appreciate you later. Uh, Russian collusion, final thoughts. Denny, call back in to say goodbye. I don't know why Denny hung up. Is he mad at me too? Uh, Russian, what can I do for you? Final thoughts. Nothing. Nothing, Smitty. I'm good. Keep up the good work. Uh, you know, content's always great. Just keep it flowing, man. That'll That's boy. all I got to say. Thank you, Mars Man Russian collusion. We'll see you later. Uh, phone lines are going to be closed here unless Denny calls back in to say goodbye. I don't know why he hung up if he had to go get a brewski or whatnot. Thank you all for watching the Fantasy Football Show. We're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. This this will be the in-season schedule. Everything on it is accurate except for this uh, part right here. This is incoming. Right now, we normally don't go live or we go live on Tuesdays. I'm taking Mondays and Wednesday graveyard shift off. Not Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. That's every single day, weekday. Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. This I never take off, even if it's Christmas Day. Live whenever news breaks. Reebok knows what I'm talking about. Reebok's been here for how long now, Reebok? And he's showing up every day. He loves it here, and we love having Reebok here. I met Reebok in Vegas. That's one of our new followers that I met in Vegas. I love that experience. I love meeting everybody and such an amazing time. I want to go back there next uh, offseason and do what would uh, some kind of fantasy football draft. We're going to call it the Smitty Ball or the Fantasy Football Show Ball. 
and you gotta you gotta have a cane in order to get in um we we, we potentially are looking into that you gotta have a cane this is gonna be similar to uh, when you need a coat to get into a nice restaurant and you, you walk into the restaurant and you don't have the suit jacket on, they go, sorry, sir, you, you're required to wear a suit jacket to come into this, uh, this, uh, establishment. Do you have one? No, I don't have a suit. Okay. Let me go to the coat closet where we have one for you, sir. And now you can put this one on. They give you a suit jacket and you put it on. I can't even find the, the sleeves. You put on the suit jacket and now you may go in and proceed into the restaurant. This is going to be very similar. You cannot enter the draft facility in Vegas, probably at Stadium Swim. I'm going to talk to my boy Aaron Reebok. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to have potentially some sort of setup, maybe one of those cabanas where we're going to draft. It'll be called the Smitty Ball. And if you don't have a cane, you will not, you will not be permitted. We'll have plastic canes provided if you somehow, some way, are lazy enough not to go get yourself a cane and bring it to the ball, I do got to get approval to bring them in because they do confiscate most things when you bring it into the, the facility. But if we all pretend there's some sort of reason we need said cane, like, okay, so you have you have 35 people coming in, Smitty, and they all have a leg injury? <laughs> well, I mean, we've got doctor's notes. We have the doc. Where's the doc? Doc, call in. We got the doc. He might be a veterinarian, but the doc's going to call in in a minute. We're going to see if we can get 35 prescriptions for canes. And we're going to go into Circus Swim with our canes. And we're just going to we're just gonna kind of strut it out. Head to the draft uh, cabana and have the Smitty Ball. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to meet all of you and, and enjoy that. So uh, get ready for that. Thank you all for the super chats. You guys absolutely rock. We got uh, 250 people still in here. Punch that thumb up button on your way out the door. Uh, again, we're live Monday through Friday, uh, 7 p or 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. I'm live whenever news breaks, independently from this. And this will be going forward probably in a week or two, the graveyard schedule. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Pretty easy to remember, right? Thursday night football to Monday night football. Every single day in between, live from Thursday night football until Monday night football, graveyard shift is what we're doing. Appreciate you all. I'll see you all later. Thank you for being here. Go get go get Bijan Robinson. And, and let me replay the intro again. If anybody missed the intro of the video, this is how we kicked off the show and then I'll hit the Bijan animation if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I called this press conference today, regretfully, with a heavy heart, to announce my retirement from the fantasy football industry due to the botched uh, Bijan Robinson situation, as he was listed number three today on the official Atlanta Falcons depth chart. I, I'm, I, re, I realize that I recklessly guided a lot of you to draft this man as running back one. I know that I had complete reckless disregard for the potential unraveling of this situation. And for that, I apologize for absolutely nothing. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. 
Live from the Fantasy Football Show. That, that was the intro of the show, and I just want to replay that for everybody. Uh, I also have the doc on the line. Doc, how difficult is it going to be for 35 people to get prescriptions for a cane to bring into... How long is it going to... You said how long is it going to take? No, how how difficult would it be to get a doctor's note, at least, or a prescription for 35 canes so that we can bring them into Circus Swim? Because I think they confiscate all those kinds of things when you go in and they say you can't bring that in, you can't bring that in. But if we got doctor's notes that 35 of us have ACL injury, or, or just, you know, pains that, that require a cane. <laughs> I'll have to check with Aaron on this one. But go, Is this going to be difficult, Doc? It is. Uh, you know what? I think I, I think we could pull it off. Okay. Now, now, I think we could pull. I think we could. I think we could work something out. It, it would. Would it be? Uh, it, that would be amazing if he had thirty-five notes from 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 Doc and it said like you know Doc. Uh, what's what? You're not an MD. You're a what? A DV. I'm a veteran veterinarian. DVM. DVM. It's <laughs> these thirty-five individuals need canes. Doc. DVM. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love it. They, they won't they, know. They would, they, that would be. They they wouldn't. They'd be like, huh? I didn't know veterinarians did that. Yeah, they won't know. You you hey, hey, you like you, you just put it in initials on. DVM. They're like, okay, that's an MD. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hold on one second, for me. I'm I'm at, I'm at the store. Hold oh on yeah, yeah. Don't us don't let us keep you. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, do, yeah, do, Doc's Doc's gonna at least point us in the right direction. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe he's got somebody. Maybe he's got somebody off the books <laughs> that we can talk to. Uh, I'll see you all later. Uh, Doc, if you've got, we'll wait for Doc real quick. He's, he's at this, I think he's, what do you say? He's at the store. Is he checking out? He's, che- he's buying a cane right now. He's at the cane store. He's checking out a cane. Let me find out the details on the cane. I could get it approved from Circa maybe because I don't want you going out and buying canes in advance a year in advance when we can't even bring them in. Uh, Doc, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm about to head out. So, did you have any final thoughts or, or anything you wanted to talk about in regards to Bijan or JT or anything else before I, I, I get out of here? No. Uh, so, I'd have to check the depth chart for the Falcons, but is he really at RB three? Yeah, yeah. Does I mean he is? But this has happened before. Brees Hall is RB three. Um, yeah. Uh, this happens. This is just coach, you know, motivational tactics. There's nothing. There's there's nothing about this. This is nothing. That's what the whole point of the show yeah. is that if we could take advantage of this anywhere, then you need to do it because it's a ridiculous, um, uh, you know, thing to allow anybody to get panicked over. You know, he's he's running he's running oh, back absolutely. three. They drafted him inside the top ten. He's running back one. Oh, absolutely. He's running back one. Yeah, yeah. I I was when I read saw your title, I said, huh, that's. I'm pretty sure they're probably doing that. Maybe as some way of letting them know, maybe to, hey, we're we're gonna just not run you into the ground in the preseason. Give them about maybe 10, 15, 20 snaps. Let them get his feet wet and then let him go. But turn the horses out during the season. Yeah, no, it's it's not even a, a week one impacting type of move. It, this is just some coaches do it this way. I mean, this is a coach that does have that mentality of he doesn't care who you are. You know, he's gonna play his best players. And that's the way. That's the nature of him, and that's just Arthur Smith. And there's no concern there though, because Bijan's the best player in in the league at the running back position. So like we have no problems in that regard. If anything, that's a great thing that this coach looks at it from that perspective. But it's okay. It's a, look. Bijan will probably tell you, I got to earn it. 
I got to earn it. I'm going to earn it. I'm going to earn it every single day. Bijan probably has zero problem with it. And that's what I love about Bijan. Bijan's the kind of guy that wouldn't look at it as disrespectful. He'd say, I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie. Make me carry the water. Make me carry the water. Maybe he is currently getting Algiers coffee because he is a rookie. But guess who's giving him, guess who's getting his coffee during the game though? It's going to be, it's going to be Algiers. You want, you want sweetener in this? You want sweet? You want to, you want a prime? Want me to go get you a prime? Yeah. All right. Hey, Doc, I got to let you go. Call him tonight, pal. Appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you too, Smitty. Thank you. All right, guys, go, go get uh, Bijan. Hi, my name is B. John Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like scoring Don't forget we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. And we're live pretty much graveyard shift midnight-ish Eastern right now. That could change to 1 a.m. I'm still deciding on what time frames to do everything. But probably like 1, 1 a.m. Eastern every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So basically Thursday night football through Monday night football. Those All those evenings are graveyard evenings, including the Monday, I'm sorry, the Sunday night live stream, which during the season will be the, the waiver wire show. So see you all for the Graveyard Shift. We're doing Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. That link is pinned in the live chat. That link is in the description of every single video, including this one. So if you're watching a replay, hit the link. Use code SMITTY if you don't use the link, which inserts code SMITTY for you if you don't want to spend the time of typing it in. So click the link. It's pinned in the live chat. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. You'll be ready to go, and you won't miss the draft tonight, but you got to do it now. Do it now. Do it live. Hit the link. Let's go. See you tonight. And I just want to thank all my super chatters real quick. And Zach dropping the $9.99. Mark Cleveland dropping the $50 hauler. Overcome dropping the $19.99. Big Rod dropping uh, a wad on screen with a $10 hauler. Ryan with a $2 hauler. Valdez, appreciate the $5 hauler. Uh, Bums, thank you so much for your super chat. Thank you, Joe, for your super chat. Thank you, Bums, again for this super chat. I think I handled all of Bums. Oh, did I not get to this one? Cheetah versus Jets and Cowboys week 15 to 16. I don't think I got to this, Bums. Bums, I got to your other one, but I don't think I read this one. I, I apologize. I hope you're still here. Thank you so much for dropping the second super chat. I don't know why I didn't see that one. Wizard, appreciate you. And I don't know if Wizard dropped a, a question with their thing. Wizard, are you still here? I think Wizard dropped a super chat and then didn't include it. So here's the question. 12-man league with an ability to keep one player. I have Burrow, CMC, and Waddle picking seven. Should I throw them back or go for Bijan? Uh, I would go for Bijan if you think you could get him. Um, but that's tough. I mean, do you think he would fall in such a format with keeper value? Because I find it hard-pressed that he would. But, I mean, you could always draft one of those guys back, too. But, but I mean, CMC's a good keeper. He's not great in Dynasty, but in a keeper format, he is good. So, thank you for dropping that super chat, my guy. My man, appreciate you. Um, 
We've got uh, a- Andrew dropping a $10 hauler real quick. Andrew on screen here, $10 hauler. Let me get to this real quickly. Uh, this is, hey, Smitty, what do you think of my team? 2QB, Gino Carr. Very very concerned, a little. I guess, a little bit about those QBs, I suppose. But let's look at the rest of the team. Um, but they're, they're crafty. They're crafty. So Pollard, Najee, Jefferson, Amara, AJ Brown, Waller, London, Quentin Johnston. I mean, it's a good squad. Love. Okay, you got love. I actually like Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, your your QBs will be okay. You might have a problem deciding when, who to start between Love. And you got Howell as well. That's a good squad. It's kind of a crafty, going quarterback late type of situation. I think what I would work on is trading a Geno and or a Carr with a player like Quentin Johnson or with Waller. Uh, go to the Fields and T-Law owner and see what tight end they have. And if you could... If you could somehow in crafty fashion, maybe it'll work out and they'll have these players. But this is just where my mind goes. Getting an Aconquo or a Kincaid or someone like that. Maybe even having to trade for one of those. And you got Laporta too. You know what I would do, bro? I would bank on Laporta. Put him in your lineup. Trade. Go to the fields of T-Law owner. Hopefully Waller's a huge upgrade. I would give Geno and or Carr. Or, sorry, not and or. I, well... I would give I would give Gino or Carr with Waller to get Fields or T Law. Let's just start with that. That's where I would go with this. And and so check out those those teams. Burrow would be another one because he's injured. But I would bank on Laporta. That's what I would do with this team to level it up. It's an absolute phenomenal squad. Smitty approved. Moonshot for the the ten dollar hauler. All ten dollar haulers get moonshots. Thank you so much, my guy. So Andrew dropping that super chat. Thank you. Um, Chubbs coming in with the first super chat of the night. We gave him a standing ovation for that. Riff, last action hero, E-Rock, Lucas, uh, Anthony, Trone Force dropping wads on the screen as well. Uh, we have that boy dropping his super chat. We got Riff dropping his super chat. Thank you, that boy. Uh, Kirkwood, thank you, Kirkwood. Thank you, Derby. Thank you, Kirkwood again. Thank you, Dusty, my man. Dusty dropping straight wads on the screen. Cody and G-Money. Appreciate G-Money. Andrew at the movies was dropping a super chat earlier. That was a $10 hauler. Corey, thank you very much. Russian Collusion, that boy dropping a, a yet another super chat. Appreciate you, that boy, for dropping that. You got Cam dropping his super chat. Cam, appreciate you. And uh, Jason. And I think we got Smokey. Smokey and Bums, we got everybody called out thank you all for dropping your super chats on screen throughout the show can't thank you enough for all that you guys do and support uh this channel hit that thumb up button on the way out the door i'll see you tonight people are getting burrowed left and right and people are gonna remember it get 